Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show! How are you guys doing tonight? I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. We did not count down appropriately, but we are here. We're talking about... I'm sorry, I was distracted getting into this show because, first of all, we're mixing up. What is Mainstream Matt is with us, just popped in as we were starting the show, and shows me a weird timey-wimey yep. anomaly as its t-shirt, and I was trying to understand it as the opening credits for rolling yeah. and my, matt what did yeah. you distract a- MLB, me with what is that buffalo MLB blue variant. jays mlb variant buffalo blue jays uh <laughs> shirt for those of you that's um, great i, I was uh, i was up confused. in buffalo yes the blue jays have been playing in buffalo for half the season because of the covid i went up there i saw a game half the fans are wearing this shirt so i had to get one it's awesome that's awesome that's great um i mean it's your it's like your third home away from home or fourth, I don't know. I haven't. I've, I've lost count with you. <laughs> so, but, um, but so that distracted me. So a little rough start here. But we got a lot of fun stuff going on. And we're going to talk about. I think almost zero uh, mainstream wrestling here this week, actually, because a lot of the fun was happening on the. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll just say the high end indies. Really, at this point, high end is questionable. That 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 uh that uh, uh differing opinion is uh, one mad Mike of uh, Beacon, New York, joining us. I realized why I know the name Jordan Oliver. He lives literally across the river from me. Oh, no shit. <laughs> That's where he's from. We're talking about because he's on the battle riot uh, in, as part of Injustice. And I, I, we recorded a match with him out of Warrior Wrestling in Chicago a couple weeks ago. And uh, just one of those like names that just started sticking with me uh, for the last couple of weeks. But um, So Mad Mike's with us as well. And uh, we got special guests representing... Not a wrestling show necessarily, but in a D and D show we're doing this weekend. This is the, is this the sixth edition of Top Rope Tabletop we're doing? I think maybe uh, six, seven. Uh, no, something it's, like I that. think it's I think it's six if we count the uh, the Christmas special. There you go. We got one cool cat. Yeah, I think it's Justin six. Idol. Hello. And of course, uh, Tony Kincaid. Hello. The voice of a couple promotions. One of the a voice of the, the, many promotions. The better halves <laughs> of several promotions. Several halves. <laughs> Prospect Pro Wrestling, of course, and of course the returning Renegade Wrestling Alliance next week. We got they got a lot of stuff going on there. They got they got Crazy Steve. They got uh, Cody Diener and uh, Red Velvet. Red Velvet mixing it up there that night. So a lot of fun there. But uh, we'll talk about it, I'm sure in the coming weeks as we get to that show. Uh, but this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow dot com hit us up at that email address good times good times at wrestling mayhem show.com 412-206-WMS0 at mayhem show on the twitter the facebook page and group for the wrestling mayhem show a lot of great discussion happened over there on the wrestling mayhem show facebook group and of course we're live every tuesday at 9 p.m eastern time on facebook live on the wrestling mayhem show youtube page and on the sorgatron media twitch page for y'all you guys hanging out there and i'm checking out the chat over on the facebook page so what's up to dave ponder what's up to tina out in seattle what's up to alex in california all hanging out with us this evening it's going to be a fun one hello. <laughs> special hello, hello was, that, tina. 
Was that was that <laughs> Connor or was that Justin? <laughs> no, that's 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 me. neither. That's just me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Connor's. This is Connor. okay. Yes, the single life is really beginning to you, hasn't it's it? Rough. <laughs> it's rough. I just hit like year. I just passed year two, like officially. I'm so lonely. That's what I meant to say. Well, maybe I'm so lonely. Maybe, maybe we'll, uh, maybe, maybe you'll find love on the Mayhem Show tonight. Not amongst the co-hosts necessarily. I, I think, yeah. I think that's that's a heck of a uh, a way to get some some stuff on the rest in the wrestling network is dating with Idol. Just. <laughs> This has been pitched. I, there was a whole, wasn't oh, no, there? No, we just call it American Idol. Well, <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Absolutely. We are, I am. High five, good idea. <laughs> like, oh, wait, that was, wait, that was, that was my, oh, we'll get it. Whatever. You got well, yeah. That wasn't my <laughs> Um. Anyway. What what you, hey, yeah. why don't we call it American Idol? I love it, oh, 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 wow, <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love it. You're, love you're the idea. surrogate high five in studio. Yeah. That's fine, right? So. It's okay. I'm an idea man. I give out dozen dollar ideas. That's yeah. right. Dozen dollar or uh, tie bot ideas. So. <laughs> ideas. Is there right? anything worse than missing a high five? I think tripping up the stairs is pretty is up there. But Ooh, also tripping missing, up the stairs is terrible. Yeah, that's rough. And missing a high five. Like in public, you're like, oh like there's no, or, there's um, no recovery. Misstep misstepping on an escalator. No, yeah, see, I've, I've never done that, but yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> see, missing a high five, at least you can like laugh that off. But like I there's two yeah. things that really bother me is when you start doing the two step in an aisle with someone. Oh, like the back and forth, yeah, the back, back and forth. And then also when you like go for the fist bump and someone like turkeys you. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, all right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Me and my buddy, we that happened to us so often. We turned it into a thing where one person goes for a fist bump, the other person goes for a high five, and then you reverse it. Ah, mm. I've seen that before. I mean, I mean I've yeah. seen people do that, and I, I was on. Yeah. I think it was on actually a TV show that I watched, and um, I, I saw it. I, it. For some reason, I think it was re- recently, but I thought when I saw it. That's I thought. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's different, you know. Yeah, we yeah. We, we called it pound the five, which you know now that I think about it, <laughs> sounds a little bit dirtier than you mean it. Man, that sounds but like a, I, uh, that sounds like a uh, naughty website. I have I have uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's post COVID, but like when I show up at wrestling shows, I just fist bump everybody, and I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it sounds like a dating site for hockey goalies. Now that I think about it, yeah, pound the five, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. do fist bumps like this now, like. Give me on the side, yeah, on the okay. Side. Oh, like, like that. Yeah. yeah. I walk up to people and I, and I throw one of these out to them. I'm yeah. walking up to them and I go like this. They're, they're just like, I don't. Uh, what are you asking? How many times is that? How many times has somebody shook your high five yeah, or your, your, your fist forearm. bump? Like I've had, <laughs> I had like three people do that at Conquest last yeah. month. I'm just like, what? Happened? what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, that's a decision. But anyways, <laughs> I gotta finish the intros. Yeah, uh, because so I had a request to uh, introduce the Patreon uh, supporters in the style of introducing Nick Gage. Now I just listened to the Nick Gage introduction today. I don't. I don't think I have gravelly enough of voice and and can yell enough. But uh, but uh, so so a shout out to our friends at patreoncom slash wrestling show. At the fan of the le- fan of the show level, our friends Bo fucking diggity. 
Is that what you do? Is that how we do Aggression it? Is Ed Burke, Team Hammerfist. That was at the beginning of the show. Oh. Uh, Poppy Club, our uh, friends, Doc Remedy. I'm sorry, Dave Potter. He's later. Uh, Dave Potter and uh, D Occupy fucking P. D fucking P and OccupyFuckingProWrestling.com. Oh now we got to buy that. What are you? Are, are, you, are you offended? This I'm, language. I'm a, I have three young children. You, you, I like to think when I argue with people, I argue in a G-rated format. Well, so I don't and like I have the mentality of a young child. So <laughs> yes, like, yes, one yes. of these days, you we should just do an entirely clean show <laughs> and really throw everybody off. You know, you know, we put a parental yeah. advisor in front of every episode. Yeah. I'm sure there's episodes where we haven't sworn. Uh, at the Pizza Cub fucking level is Doc fucking Remedy, Kyle Turner, The Riz, and Bobby effing J Town. Oh, the awesome. F stands for fucking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was good recovery, and then we just kicked it off the show. Manager level, Bradley fucking Ruthers, and but Tina fucking right there, and Tina fucking keys. So there you go. Hope Tina's, you put your kids to bed. Support the show at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. There's over there fucking keys and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, on, uh, WMS all fucking day. That's right, all uh, fucking day. WMS all fucking day. Uh, and if you're on Patreon, uh, you got to see our show prep. You get to see our show prep from today, including talking about the idea of Justin Idol developing into a furry character. Mm-hmm. That's American uh, Idol season two. Yes, <laughs> there it goes. What um, season are they on? American uh, Twenty million. Oh, like, Jeez, don't even. Uh, hey, but. We, and the reason why we're swearing up a storm because we all watched the Matt Cordona versus uh, 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 Nick, Gage. Nick Gage. Listen, I've seen Nick Gage mm, twice in person. And and he didn't do a straight-up hardcore match, but he did look in my direction, and I wanted to piss myself both times. So that's my impression of Nick Gage going right into, right into this. And then not, I had never seen a Nick Gage match before. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, same here, first time. Mm-hmm. First time, first time, long time, right? Uh, so, <laughs> MDK, so, first fucking day. So let, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's us. I like to, I like to shout out all my motherfuckers out there who watch my match for the first time. That's what Nick Gage would say right there. Mad Mike, I see you up there in New York, MFR. I think my son just heard that one. Great. All right. <laughs> yes. There it Can is. I say, it. when they were chanting MDK, I had no idea. I was like, why the f- are they chanting MDK? His name is Nick Gage. I was trying to think, what does it mean? So, <laughs> For oh, no. Time, I like, I, I've, I've seen Nick Gage, but I've never seen the, as is a shame to admit this, but um, let's twenty over 22 years in the business. I just, I never seen his intro. <laughs> you know? It stands for no, no. Modoc does karate, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I mean... I, I know it from a video game in the 90s called yeah. MDK, right? Yeah. Um, well, it was a... I, I loved it. Um, from the same guys that did Earthworm Jim, actually. So, um, <laughs> that, that tracks. That tracks, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't know much about Gage until um, Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I haven't seen episode. that episode yet. And it's, yeah. it's really good, and you, you really get to understand kind of who Gage is, and he's he's pretty open about his life. Oh yeah, that, oh absolutely. Piece, so so. Uh, so 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 let's let's roll back for anybody yeah, that yeah. doesn't because I mean we are getting pretty pretty ingrained again. It's a, it's a high I quote high end indie, but I mean it you know it's GCW Game Changer Wrestling. They do shows all over the place, crazy stuff, backyard shows, big shows with like these insane matches. 
Um, and and in, in this case, it was uh, uh, you know Nick Gage is you know uh, I would say. I, not so much like all death match, but at least hardcore. He's the one that was involved in the infamous uh, David Arquette incident, right? Where he, he got cut really bad and had to go to the hospital. So I would say I would say Gage is one of the caring kings of death matches. Yes. in the, in the mm-hmm. modern era of death matches, absolutely, absolutely. He's, he's safe, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I uh, I thought that when I was watching the match. Yeah, too. I was like, actually, that looks good. Like he's smart like he's been doing it for a long it's not yeah. reckless mm-hmm. it's, yeah, not, it's not it, like, like and, and yeah. we talk about that too because we've had a, a couple of deathmatch people on including the referee george is a big you know deathmatch aficionado right mm-hmm. um and uh you know it, it, it's it's so so it, and he is an ex-con admittedly and he's done some shit apparently i didn't watch again. so it's mad mike but we don't say anything about that no like, no no exactly. no exactly so and but, you never will <laughs> So he's the champion over at GCW. Was the champion was over the GCW? Champion. Matt Cardona, the former Zack Ryder, woo, woo, woo. Um, apparently shows up uh, last <laughs> month. They sets up sets this up, and of course, yeah, he sh- he showed up in a hoodie pretending to be John Moxley. Right, right, and and revealed himself. He is full on. If you take look back to the classic ECW Jerry Lawler showing up. Or the, like, who was another WWE guy that came over, right? Like, that kind of, like, fuck you, you're not supposed to be there, you're a mainstream guy kind Jericho, of thing. Jericho, when he first uh, entered New Japan. Even Matt Hardy when yeah, he showed Matt up Hardy in Ring of Honor, yeah, right? right? So it's that kind of vibe. Everybody's or, like, or, I mean, to a lesser extent, John Cena, One Night Stand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'd say, I got, I got I'd say to a decent decent No, extent. that's probably the best comparison yeah. because, like, yeah. he came in and was insta- kill you heat oh, like yeah, yeah, instant yeah. kill you heat yes and yes. and he was rel- reveling in it and you know and then this this death match comes out and it's you know probably i don't i don't not on the wrestling side of it but it looked extremely safe for a death match yes and oh yeah definitely yeah matt he didn't look out of place no 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 and i was just like this this is Zach. This is formerly known as Zach Ryder in a death match. <laughs> he went he went back to the indies very gracefully. Like yeah, he, yeah. He, he went right back into the indie style of working of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. very graceful. Like it, you didn't even see the the Fed style at all. No, you know? no. He just, but it was like he didn't leave. But how he's pushing that he's now the champion of the GCW universe. That's instant. Like oh my god, GCW. The fan base for GCW will just want to kill him. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. ending shot of him winning the title and. And I, I can. I'm going to go on a rant about this. Fans, okay. anyone who watches this, don't throw yes. bottles, glasses, what have you, when someone you don't like wins a match. Even if you like, I get. I I've seen the clip of the chairs being thrown in ECW. Like I know it looks cool. I've seen the NWO forming. I remember it. It's dangerous because someone you guys don't have good aim. <laughs> you will hit another person, and there's lawsuits involved. You yes. hit, it and and it's just bad. But yes. the visual is phenomenal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it's a little bit of that that NWO when everybody flipped out about Hogan for mm-hmm. the first few weeks, right? And 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 that kind third, of thing. Third happened. man, ten. but there's easily somebody could have thrown. God knows. There was a there's a there's a picture on Twitter of a pizza cutter being thrown in midair and someone caught it floating there. Someone threw a goddamn pizza cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, they probably sharpened it too. Because it's Nick fucking Gage and <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah. use like, a well, fucking. Uh, it's like that's the least dangerous thing to happen in yeah. that match, right? So at least that, from what they've seen. Yeah. So 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 
you played this perfectly. Um, there was a weird thing where 440 came out. RSP, uh, Ricky Shane Page turned on, uh, uh, or uh, 440, team of Nick Gage, um, but, you know, setting up whatever storylines going on with them. And uh, and then for those who don't know, that's like, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, Gregory Iron, Atticus Coger, and, and a couple other guys from Ohio, right? Um, so, so like, a, and they've been a pretty big fixture in GCW for for several like i think the last year at this point um and uh so zach Ryder is your champion at gcw this hardcore pseudo new ecw promotion and zach Ryder is your fucking champion. okay mm-hmm. hmm. i i have to say this okay i enjoyed the match mm-hmm. i didn't think i was going to because death matches especially in 2021 when we still are living in a pandemic not typically my cup of tea. In Jersey, I thought I thought Nick Gage and Cardona did fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought they told such a good story that it was a really well done match. However, the commentary <laughs> and terrible, yeah. terrible, garbage. Yeah, it was like a, garbage. I, I got I got a dissenting viewpoint on the commentary. Okay, Mad Mike. Okay, but like I like. Within the first five minutes of watching it, I almost turned it off. Uh, yes, yeah. they were just like the yeah. the thing that made ECW work is because you had all the extreme stuff going on in the ring. You had every like, you had Bully Ray, Bubba Ray, whatever, like all, all, everything going on in the ring, but it was tempered and balanced. With the professionalism of the announcers and especially of Joey Styles, mm-hmm. it was tempered. It, like there, there's now if it was if it was a wrestler that was doing commentary, okay, all bets are off. That's fine. I understand that. But if you have your both your commentaries, like your color and your play by play guy, and they're just leaning into terrible stereotypes. Like cursing up a storm, like mm-hmm. that is that will instantly turn me off to your product. He is that Kevin Gill, and I've always so Kevin Gill. I'm familiar with it. Like he's always at the gathering, uh, doing commentary, and that always seemed like a very juggalo like kind of commentary style. And I was always shocked when I'd see him on shows like GCW and other ones where uh, like like he did the Effie's Big Gay Bash, right? And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, he does this for other people too. This can't get over well. Right, like it works in that environment. Of, of, yeah, yeah, for JCW, absolutely. Right, and, and but, absolutely because that is that environment. But yes. if you're trying to pass off, like you, you can't use that for everyone. And I like Kevin. I mean, I mean, seeing him at the gathering for how many years now? Uh, so, but uh, but uh, I'm really amazed that they would bring him in to do that kind of thing. So, but uh, Matt, you said you had a dissenting opinion on this. So here's the thing on the commentary. And here's where here, here's the thing on commentary that they did right, and uh, I'll, I'll lead this off by saying neither of these guys can carry most of the local commentators that we get to enjoy here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> can't hold their job. Yeah, not everybody has right. a Joe Dombrowski and a yeah. Tony Kincaid, right? They couldn't carry Joe, Joe Dombrowski's bags to the car. Joe Dombrowski right? is <laughs> six feet of air, and then Tony Kincaid. <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. be fair here. <laughs> Joe's but, king. I'm what, measly a servant. Sorry. But with that said, these guys are clearly part of the GCW aesthetic, if that's what you're into. If you're watching GCW, you you have grown accustomed 
to yes. the sound of their voices yes. and their yes. and their swearing and whatnot. But what they did right during this match um, is, first of all, like the the beginning of the match, they're just like this dork and his doll collection and blah, blah and they're just tearing down most famous Cardona doll collector is my favorite. Entered, and it, it just like you know, he's gonna die. He's gonna try to run away. Blah 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 blah. But then as the match goes on, like Cardona hits like a flip over the a flip uh, dive over the top rope to the floor, and they're like. Ah, Cardona, he hits that pretty clean. And then, like, they kind of, you know, MF him some more. And then they come back, and, uh, you know, uh, Cardona's kind of controlling the, uh, he's kind of uh, beating Nick Gage's uh, ass here. And I just liked how they, like, started, like, it was a, uh, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but um, it felt like <laughs> it was, like, almost as if Cardona was slowly winning them over <laughs> with the begrudging respect of these guys who wanted to give him nothing coming into the match. Like Rocky mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked I liked the idea that they had for I like Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea they had for commentary, which is the the Rocky Four whole holy crap, this guy has a chance. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. but there there was something I think you might have actually told me this early on in my career was keep like find your times. If you're gonna swear, find times to do it because <laughs> there are times when when it's going to turn something off and you don't want to like mm-hmm. pop and yell, holy shit for something, not knowing down the card, if something bigger is going to happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now mind you, this is the main event of GCW. This is Nick fucking gauge and, and it, it's okay. But I would, I would, some of the spots that they were like motherfucking mad about were, were good spots, but there was going to be a bigger spot a couple minutes later. So the the peaks and valleys of the roller coaster were not being put out there as well as I think they should have. That being said, it did tell an overall story where I, I'll, I'll agree with Matt on this one. Um, it told a, the the right story that Cardona is, Cardona is competing at mm-hmm. Engage's house. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> and and that's that's the same thing that when Edge faced Foley at twenty two. Mm-hmm. Like it's that same story, mm-hmm. so I love that story. It, it, it is something like I, I don't know if courage is the right word, but I'm going to use it. It's the courage of Cardona to go in there and to absorb all that heat. Somebody who's been in a WWE system where everything is controlled and everything is micromanaged to go into an environment like that where it's completely out of control and to appear completely fearless in the face of that kind of heat. I mean, I, I mean. I've only heard this secondhand, but I've heard that sometimes there are pro wrestlers who are afraid of that kind of reaction, who don't want that because it's it's too intense for them. So to see Cardona kind of encourage it is, I think, deserves a uh, some kudos too. Mm-hmm. All that being said, what he did afterwards, <laughs> okay. You mean he, this he really wonderful shot with his lady at Disneyland? No, Man no, with I the mean the stuff before him where he <laughs> left mean... like bloody sheets and everything in his fucking hotel room. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I'm gonna check Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's on his yeah. Twitter, but he was he was a bloody mess. Like, <laughs> I yeah, he I saw like a bunch of it. But... Like, go to the fucking hospital, dude. Like, don't go back to your hotel and let let people maybe think that when you left there that there was a fucking crime scene that happened. But I would like, but, but at the same time, like that's not exactly very like that's not deathmatchy. Like, you know, Matt's you know doing this thing that 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 everyone said he couldn't do. I, I mean I would love to talk to someone like G Raver 
on, on this match and, mm-hmm. and see what his opinions are because I'm not I'm not a death bass person per se although you know calling some G Raver matches and uh, every and getting to know G Raver um, professionally I, I started watching more of it and there's the intricacies of death matches I never really realized until I started watching mm-hmm. them more. Um, and there's a sort of like a fraternity within the fraternity thing going on there, which is interesting. I, I also, I, I just have to, I feel like I have to, there has to be a little bit of a devil's advocate when it comes to some of the stuff that Cardona pushed out after the match was over. I mean, it's hard, no, it's hard to fake a crime scene in your hotel room, but I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, where, what, what is really real and what is really not and did he clean it up after? Did he clean up after himself before the uh, housekeeping got there? We don't. Yeah, know. yeah like yeah, like if, he, pa- if he paid for everything that he dirtied up and all that. Okay, that's that's one thing completely. If it's just selling the angle, sure, that's absolutely. Hey, fine. you don't know. He but, might he might have got stitched up afterwards, and the thing like came open while he's at the hotel, and he just like, well, I'm going to take an opportunity here, right? Because he's mm-hmm. a guy that's going to know how's going to how to take an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, we look at what yeah. he's done with his WWE career, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's basically yeah. remade himself how many times. So. I mean, this guy is like a pioneer mm-hmm. in getting yourself over online. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the trailblazers of that whole thing. To the think that he doesn't know how to work us via Twitter or other social medias or the internet is um, naive on our part. I, I he he has sort of that 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 mad genius that Brian Pillman had uh, with promotion, self promotion, and and getting yourself over just in a different vein with a different concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and his promo, his uh, post match promo too. If you haven't seen it, you should you should because well, it is a uh, phenomenal uh, play on the classic WWE promo. And uh, but it comes off as so like God, I want to hit this guy in the mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's doing it in GCW in the arena. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> screw you, man. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. It, it it is. It is a great story there. There's some some fun stuff happening with that, and and you know GCW continues to be a platform. That, even to the point they had a uh, Chris Jericho music play to tease. Yeah, for, that that was. Uh, I I approved of that, and and I will say one of the only two good lines. I don't remember the other line that I approved of the commentary. Like they said, wait, aren't we supposed to be singing? Yeah, yeah. When, when Judas heard play. <laughs> Does this like? Um, what are your expectations for Dynamite on Wednesday? With not this. No, we, you well, know what? It's gonna go on last. You know well, what? Not, well, I mean, not, not necessarily. necessarily. But no. But I mean, I get why you would say that, Mad Mike. But like, are we expecting light tubes? Yes. Like, I, oh, that's for sure. Absolutely. On national television? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna push that envelope. Whether mm-hmm. they do it again after this, but I think there's going to be a lot of things. We had we had the dog collar match with Brody and Cody. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I think it will be about on that and level. That, that uh, the the War Games match they did had a lot of blood. So yeah. I they're, and, they're and not you know a... what I also expect for Dynamite. I expect it to be ruined by a commercial for Shaq promoting Papa John's. Absolutely, with picture in picture, and then something important mm-hmm. happens. I think the light tubes happen during picture in picture. Maybe that's by design. Yeah. See, I, see, I think that's where the barbed wire comes into play. Barbed yeah, wire around yeah. the light tubes. Okay. That's how it goes. Okay. Well, we had barbed wire just last week with the the Lance Archer and um, Moxley situation. Yeah. AEW really is pushing the envelope on what goes on. Yeah. Past the water. They do not. It, 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 they don't give a shit. I it's, wonder if they'll great. be able to get away with as much on the Superstation. 
think. Well, well I wonder it, because they are going to be moving there. Is a superstation. Well, the, the, the times. Well, it's true about that, especially when Dynamite moves over. But re- yeah. just off the top of my head, regarding Rampage and and its time slot after 10 p.m. is technically considered to be a safe harbor. Uh, at least it used to be when you were talking about the television, where you can basically get away with almost anything. So, so, so um, but so, but they have to be careful because you know there is a portion of the audience that starts to squirm, and there's some that are just like, "This is too much." Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, well, I, we'll we'll see how far they want to go with it. Like, it seems like they will go they will go stretches, and you won't see anything hardcore, and then you'll go like two or three straight weeks, and it'll be like, "Here we go, one hardcore thing after another." It's barbed wire and thumbtacks every week for a couple of weeks there. Mm-hmm. Just stay away from the explosives, AEW. You don't yeah. do them. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah they, that's. A, that didn't they end up not experiment. paying that guy? Hire a, hire a different Wiley Coyote for your next. Yeah, they they ended up not that. paying the pyro guy because of that thing misfiring. Well, it's wow. not like he from lost any money then. It was like a hundred thousand dollars they didn't have to pay for. So he, so, so he broke even on the day because yeah. he didn't use any pyro, so it's not like it cost him. Is anything. that what it happened? Is. It misfired, or it was just yeah, or didn't deliver as promised, or whatever the case may be. I've seen I've seen confetti cannons with the yeah so so i mean we said that before uh, like we said it again like well when's the last time you know that this is this is a growing pain of aew is that like nothing ever you know sometimes things aren't going to hit just right i mean those are the kind of things that like wwe will not miss that they will not miss that I feel like that's something they should. Um, but have with AEW, you know, there's still growing pains, and that's something that you have to live with when you're. Uh, there's a question, great question from Tina in the chat room. Where is Dynamite going to be this week? Uh, that all depends on the Athletic Commission. Uh, remember oh, the true. fine uh, for the Omega Mox non-sanctioned match that they did. So, that's a that's a good question. Um, where, where where are, are, they? I, are they in uh, Texas I'm to look again, it up right or? Now. Um, awtix.com maybe. Um, they're in Pittsburgh the week after, so they, they are in they're in Jacksonville next they're week. They're in they're in Charlotte, North Carolina. Two weeks, Charlotte, Charlotte and Jacksonville, right. and then back up here to Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay. I, I think Charlotte they'll be okay. Jacksonville, yeah. I don't think. Well, they might be That's okay. Florida, yeah, I don't think Florida, Florida, yeah. Florida doesn't do up here. No, that would never fly no, up here. No, no, no. <laughs> no, well, or they'll just take the fine, like. So many promotions we know do. Uh, so uh, they can they can eat it. I'm sure. Say so, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on, maybe they get banned from Pennsylvania. That would suck. So, um, but anyways, so, they'll have to run wheeling, and we're gonna have to drive out there. Uh, I can't. I I can't. Believe, but you know what? I would, I would love that. to watch Dynamite with the good people of West Virginia. That sounds like a blast. I would love to. Be, I would love to go to an AEW show 30 minutes away from my house. That'd be phenomenal. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, no, yeah, looking. Wait, I don't know whether there's. We can hit the casino while we're down there, oh, Matt. That's what you do. A casino Royale match in Wheeling, West Virginia. There you go. <laughs> there we. There go. you go. So, man. go bet on the. They're running the Greyhounds again. I'd like to go bet on the Greyhounds. On, honestly, anyone. I mean, Century Three is not being used right now in Pittsburgh. They can just. Do a Mall of America match, see what yes. they can do up there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. There's a big call there's Tony a, right now. There's a big spot where the carousel used to be mm-hmm. <laughs> that would fit a ring. It would fit oh. two rings. Like you could have war games right oh, there. God, yes. I wish I could. It would out. look like it, it, if they went inside Center Three Mall and tried to set up like first Nitro setup, right? Um, episode One Nitro setup. It would look like the Mall of America of Hell. Yeah, Center Three Mall is a Dump, de- slowly decaying dump. Um, that's probably not safe for anyone to be in. No, it, great it's, idea. It's great Would idea. Would you still have Lex Luger show up? Oh, of course. 
Yeah. Um, did you see <laughs> Eclipse actually did this last month? Yeah. The they, they actually did it at a mall out there in like what Johnstown or something, right? Mm-hmm. So like it, it, it did. It looked like the indie version. They were right by the escalators. And I'm like, tell me you used the escalators. And I don't think they did. I did was they like, call I, it Brawl at the Mall? I don't think they did, actually. Yeah. So. What the fuck are they even doing? I don't know. Missed opportunity. A big missed opportunity. But uh, but it, like I saw pictures from them. I'm like, oh, this is great. This thing needs to happen more. You know, can we talk one of the malls around here? Can I, can I talk Ross Park Mall into doing a wrestling show in the middle of it? You know, kind of thing. So, or, or Robinson or something like that. Hell, it's, it's, South Hills Village is losing half their stores. Maybe we can get we can get the old Sears. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> we can get any of the old Sears <laughs> yeah, for yeah, pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I got. To, well, I got, I got to visit. Uh, you got spe- twenty bucks. You can buy a Sears right now. Speaking <laughs> speaking of malls, I, I visited the Stronghold a couple of weeks ago. The new the new uh, Stronghold for Rise their training center mm-hmm. and it is the coolest creepiest dead mall situation they have there it's 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 fun it's really fun and it's also probably like the coziest training facilities in the area too so but um anyways i, I just love old dead mall stuff i also look at old pictures of uh, uh Giaga lake now that's been torn down mm-hmm. but anyways section three malls our local mall it was a big one it's a kind of a it's been dying for years. Yeah, anyone so. anyone who doesn't know, just Google Century Three Mall photos. I mean, yeah, you'll you'll yeah. see some photos from like the eighties and nineties. Yeah, it looks like you're like, wow, this was the this mall. was the mall. It was the biggest mall in America for a while, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, really. It was really? up there. I think so. Yeah, I mean, Mall of America, yeah, I, mean, I think, was the biggest, but we it was like the biggest on this side of the Mississippi or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's crazy. And now that's in in uh, not not too far from me, from what I understand. The mm. Palisades Mall is the biggest on the East Coast, I think. Palisades. There you go. I'll visit that one. Come up there. Anyways, uh, you know what? Speaking of a lot of indie wrestling, you can hear, you can see Justin Idol in action. You can hear Tony Kincaid's voice calling the action all over the place. Fight Underground, Prospect Pro Wrestling, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. What's happening? <laughs> Justin's <his> face. <laughs> <laughs> This is for the visuals, guys. I love like that one promo image they used for Sami Zayn. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Doc Brown, the backup to hit eighty-eight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How you can see, you can see classic Justin Idol on the IndieWrestling.us YouTube page from years, years ago. Fury two thousand seventeen, for example. Fury two thousand seventeen. <laughs> yeah. I was talking. I'm talking, talking like Revengeance, Revengeance two thousand eight. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going back. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Find all the way back to VHS days. Well, yes. Yeah. You were wrestling when you were four? Yeah. I was <laughs> 99 was my first year. There you go. Hey, I, uh, you guys were our first in-person interviews on this podcast. Yeah. You and you and somebody else that's not wrestling anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> At your house. At my house. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of great stuff there. Classic wrestling. A lot of, a lot happening at IndieWrestling.us, IndieWrestling.network. In your housing. The uh, the latest Pro Wrestling Conquest show is up there on VOD DVD pre order. Uh, so go ca- catch that. We, we by by the way, this may be my favorite Jock Sampson match and moments was him and Dan Housen from this show. And this is this is the man that kicked Chachi in the balls at one show, uh, Jock Sampson. But um, but go check that out. A big three way tag team match. Between the main event, Reggie needs a flight with Facade and uh, the other Kincaid, uh, and uh, 
and uh, uh, Money Shot, Elijah Dean and uh, Zach Nystrom. Uh, a lot of great stuff there. Daniel Eads versus Calvin Tankman, tremendous. Uh, Beastman versus Levi Everett, the Amish guy that churns butter. There was a there was a beautiful moment where he was teaching Beastman how to churn butter uh, during that. Uh, Jillian Hall with a special performance on this show. Go check that out. Of course, latest uh, latest uh, editions of Prospect Pro Wrestling and Rise Wrestling, and of course, back catalog over there of the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. A lot of that back catalog is also on the YouTube page, uh, so you can go check that out and catch yourself up between that and the network before they uh, come back here in August in a big, big show. Same with uh, Prospect Pro Wrestling at the end of August and Rise, I believe, coming back at the beginning of September, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so um, stay tuned for all of that. A lot of great stuff and a lot of new stuff in the works coming soon to the network. Well, speaking of one of those projects, one of these side projects we kind of started around the, I guess, did we start this before the pandemic started? Is that right? Like, because we were all in person mm-hmm. for the first one. And then we, I, right? No, Am the, I, no. The first one was, we started putting it together before everything got that's right, right. then and it we shut down it and, and we then, did remotes yeah then we had to start with the, the first time was a remote yeah. so what is top rope tabletop i mean god it's it's uh it's a bunch of nerdy ass wrestlers and color commentators uh we i forget who had the original post it was either you or bearcat uh well he I no, I think he always wanted to do it. Yeah. Um. And he he was vocal about it. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do it, but I wasn't. And I always wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't really vocal, but as soon as he someone brought it up, I I jumped in. So I think it was Keith. And so he popped. Like it was, it was originally like uh, just a Facebook post that Bearcat put out there. Like, do we want to do something? What 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 would a Dungeons and Dragons game with professional wrestlers look like? Mm Mm-hmm. Justin um, and, and myself are both veterans of top rope or top not top rope uh, tabletop games. Um, you know, I've played several versions of D and D and some regular board games, and I'm also a huge fan of of streaming Dungeons and Dragons. There's multiple shows out there. Uh, Dimension Twenty, Critical Role, Critical Role is one of the biggest shows. They broke the Kickstarter record for most money earned in the kickstarter to create an animated series based on their dungeons and dragons campaign so throwing this around uh brohemoth wanted to take part uh tatiana wanted to take part um and so we threw together this this campaign uh where we we did tomb of the basilisk cult we all create characters um i i create a bard uh gideon and uh Connor or Justin created Connor and a human fighter and uh and we fought basilisks and all that jazz and uh and it was so successful they were like let's just make this a regular campaign mm-hmm. and then Tyler Klein came on and Tyler Klein is also a veteran of Dungeons and Dragons Tati plays a lot uh bro really wanted to learn and then the pandemic like we were playing on computers through Roll20, trying to, you know, FaceTime each other and deal with shitty internet. And and we fought through it, and we started shooting them in-house, in, in the studio. And last session we had a couple weeks ago, um, maybe a month ago, three weeks or a month ago, was probably the funnest thing. And, and Justin and Bro couldn't be there in studio, but it was still a blast. It was like you guys were right there. Yeah. We were 
it was the most synced, enjoyable thing I think I've done where we were just all vibing. Mm-hmm. And we were all just playing this game and having fun and, and just laughing. Even, and Even the campaign, I'm, I'm using the correct terminology, I say campaign, but the episode, for lack of a better term, um, before that, mm-hmm. we, uh, we were having a blast. You could see me and Tony and Tyler the whole time we're just like giggling like little boys. Yeah, I, it, it was too much too. We actually talked over the microphones. It was kind of yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right you could like hear us going. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we and then for, for me it's been like how do we produce this, right? Yeah. Like how do we present this and and, and kind of learning that along the way. So it's like, for I mean, we personally I mean, we're flexing a muscle that we don't do in the podcasting, we don't do in the wrestling, we don't do in MMA or corporate things or anything like that. So I mean if you, you will notice I think almost every version of the is a different look yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. as we're figuring out like okay how do we put everybody together how do we do it within the confines of of what we have technologically what you guys have at home and things like that um and and and, and what does that look like here right so and how does that get presented for people hey, look, toddy's sleeping this Holy is one of, this, <laughs> this is this must have been one of the first well this that's the first episode this, yeah and she was, this is the third one i think actually toddy oh, worked yeah. Was she working I've, or something? It was like, yeah, she had horrible she, hours. She had horrible yeah. work hours. And you could see right no, that's, in this that's video the, that she is just, when she didn't have to talk, she yeah. shut her eyes. Just she was so tired. Break. and But yeah. she she wanted it so bad. Yeah, yeah, she she yeah, wanted this it. to work so bad that she was like mm-hmm. well, that was the first one, missing yeah. sleep that she yeah. badly needed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, God bless. And then. Absolutely. Tyler, Tyler coming in, I think is is an interesting. It, it was kind of the glue that put us together because Tyler is so Tyler. Tyler Tyler Klein is Tyler Klein. Period. His characters uh, and and who he is that that's who he is. But he's a damn good player and um really fun to just we you know with improv. The, you know so much of what we do is is improv being able to play off each other and be able to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, ha- bro had a great moment where Tati's character, Hex, who is a uh, dragonborn uh, warlock, uh, killed uh, something. And uh, they were already dead. They were, they were taken by a, a mind flare. And she was having a, he was having a panic attack. Hex, who is Tati's character, he was having a panic attack. And Bro's character, Duragon, who is a uh, Dragonborn barbarian, goes, they were dead already. You did them a favor. And it was just mm-hmm. a, a pipe bomb. Bro just dropped a pipe bomb on that campaign. And I was mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, let's go! <laughs> I think a good... And there's a lot of different... Uh, tabletop players there's the tabletop players that will speak as of their character in the third person mm-hmm. they'll mm-hmm. say connor will swing a sword um and then there's ones that will do it in first person which is all of us mm-hmm. we all play in first person which is pretty nice we'll we'll say you know like uh we'll just we'll just act it out yeah mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing it's basically when you when you watch top rope tabletop you know we really truly be, try to become our characters oh yeah you know and that that's what made it like we were so into it that when bro did say that, it was just like a light bulb and everything went off. It's like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, he did do him a favor. You know, we all just got, you know, you really, you, you know, if you have a love and passion for it, you just really feel it. You know, it's, as I think that's even with wrestling, that's what makes it uh, better. That's what can make it entertaining. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of like it's 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 a way for us to it, originally it was really just us 
trying to keep ourselves fresh during the quarantine mm. and see what happens. And it it's you know our Facebook page has skyrocketed in in viewers. I think we're like every show we do, we get more and more viewers mm-hmm. by like two hundred to four hundred. I think we're like on average doubling yeah. VODs. Um, and it's just. It's super cool, and you wouldn't think it'd be entertaining. I watched some of our episodes; they they are entertaining, yeah, yeah. Be, and and it's it's because the cool thing about all of us working in the scene together is we all have experience working with each other. We know each other's tendencies, and there's there's a um, a camaraderie there. Mm-hmm. So. You know, this is a good segue. Uh, speaking of what Tony just said, how we all have that com- camaraderie, and we work together really well. Uh, one of the things that we've been talking about doing recently is we are to the point now where we're comfortable enough that we want to start bringing in guest players, mm-hmm. you know, um, and this is one of the big points we wanted to hit tonight. Um, if any of you wrestlers out there, um, wrestlers, uh, ring announcers, referees, any, you know, anything at any level, you know, um, you know, cause we've actually reached out to some top tier so, deep names that we don't want to mention names, right now. Like we don't want to mention. You guys are throwing around a name that was geeking me out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. get her, I'm gonna be like over the moon right, on this. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Because top rope. I mean, top tabletop players are there. You probably know so many of them. They just you just don't realize they do it. Yeah. But we're looking yeah. for guest players. So if you are interested, make sure you go to the top rope tabletop Facebook group and send us a message, and we will at least take it into consideration. Yeah. But we think it'd, we think it would be pretty cool if we had like just guest roles one because it can give us more viewers and two it's more fun with more people yeah Yeah. you know it it throws a different spin uh, on things right even if you're a wrestler like and you you've never played uh, a tabletop game before like keith is is a phenomenal game master Mm -hmm. um we all i think can say that we're pretty experienced at this point playing this campaign um and uh and, and we'll we'll work with you just be entertaining just be fun mm-hmm. um make sure you um you bring the the, the fun that mm-hmm. uh, that's because this is this is just fun this is uh this is us just geeking out on friday saturday sunday nights mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh uh, plus saturdays as wrestling shows are coming up yeah. and you guys right. are getting booked Fridays, again so yeah. that's been interesting so friday nights sunday yeah. nights Bold, which, which yeah. is another reason why we want to bring in guest uh per- performers or players because sometimes there's going to be wrestling bookings that some of our uh, cast members will have to will be mm-hmm. yes. traveling so it gives us another person to say thankfully like i think geez almost everybody on the crew is getting bookings like out of state and everything yeah. now it's it really kind of warming up so mm-hmm. like it's kind of nice to see see that happen so fridays are looking like great we've actually talked what was the date that in uh, in august that we talked about uh i think gosh. i think it was a friday or sunday i think it was i think actually i think it's the sunday after 2pw yeah so i thought it was the uh the 29th so we're gonna have to advertise it to be right. a little bit so, so yeah <laughs> friday the 29th of august will be our our next campaign is this Friday. This Friday, yes, in three days, and the one following, we're going to try to plan them more, plan them out better because of everyone taking wrestling uh, with their wrestling bookings, um, so we can have a schedule laid out and everything. But the next one will probably probably be August 29th. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's a it's a good time, man. It's a good time. I mean, if you guys are like anyone who's watching and listening oh, to this, oh my God, the lighting in here makes my arm look amazing. <laughs> holy can i take that light look at that arm see i g-rated that i didn't say the word 
Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Go back. What were we talking about? I'm sorry. I'm mesmerized by your arm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, flesh. Um, no, uh, you know, and if you're if you're listening to this, watching this, um, and you're like, what the hell are they talking about? Watch it. I mean, honestly, and and I I don't know, Sorg. Uh, do you have the mini on you by any chance? Do I have the what on me? The mini. The mini. Oh, oh, jeez, where is it? I think it's up there. <laughs> so, um, actually, all your are, are, are up there. All our minis are. So I'll, um, I'll, I'll get we'll them. Get them. Later. There was a picture on our. Uh, yeah, so but, wait, but wait, hold on, pull it up. Yeah, we. But I mean, we all got personalized minis and everything, and uh, this is, this has been. Uh, I think that planning and getting this together during the quarantine, um, was really helpful to kind of focus uh, us and keep us. I, I, I feel like this is something that never would have, with everybody's busy schedule yeah. going in, you know, before the quarantine. I don't think. I don't think it would have gone off the ground to the extent it would have been. Because, I mean, you know, none of it, no, you, nobody would have had focus on it because mm-hmm. everybody's focusing on wrestling life, you know, mm-hmm. you know, who knows what else, right? Yeah, but so. we, we also talked about doing episodes, like in the future, because right? a good campaign usually lasts between three and four hours, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, like, Sorg, me, uh, everyone else, we're talking about doing like trying to break it down into episodes so they're more easier to watch to the average fan. Right. You know, someone doesn't know what they're doing or what they're getting into. You know, maybe they can sit down for 45 minutes as mm-hmm. opposed to mm-hmm. four hours, you know, to know what's going on. That, and we've um, recently gotten that 3D printer. Right. So once we get things squared away here, hopefully we're going to start p- uh, printing out some set pieces, With, you know, and which increase try- our production value. Yeah. Things yeah. So what we'll hopefully make some money. So here's the, if you're on video, here's the, uh, the mini figs. Uh, I mean, you can tell. Uh, you see, uh, th- that's me in the purple uh, interviewing Keith as the dungeon manager, master. Uh, so. The dungeon badger. The, the dungeon, dungeon badger. Dungeon badger. Uh, <laughs> no, the dungeon cat. Dungeon cat. cat. There you go. <laughs> so, and there's. Uh, let's see. Is the uh, so actually that's you guys on the end there. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, that's uh, Tony with the uh, guitar, and then uh, that's a lute. It's Gideon. Yeah. It's Gideon. Yes. <laughs> So, it's a loot. Yeah, get it right. And that's Connor. That's Connor. There's a Durgon. That's Bro's character in the middle. Okay. Uh, heck, I can never pronounce Tyler's. That's um, Eratros. Eratros. Mm-hmm. and then uh, Hex, um, which is Tati's character. Tyler's the purple. And um, I am Connor. The fun, the fun thing that we do <laughs> is all of us really have started getting into like adding bits of flavor in the studio, wearing ca- character-like pieces. Good call. Mm-hmm. Good call. Um, I'm actually know. looking for pieces that will match my mini. Same. Yeah, same. Really? I'm looking, yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm looking for something. a damn loot. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking go. for a goddamn yeah. loot that's not $700. You know how expensive loots are? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I'm Wait. not looking for like... <laughs> what was the one you came with before? It was like a little... Um... It was a little ukulele. It was like a, yeah, yeah, it was like a Trolls World it. Tour yeah, ukulele. And now I have a Spider-Man one. Can we just like bring... Like I just recently resurrected my old trombone from high school. So can I bring that in for you to play? I told you, man. Just decorate. Painted. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I think I think if this campaign goes south, we should all run a campaign where we're just a New Orleans funeral dirge through uh, <laughs> water deep, and we just are all bards playing instruments, <laughs> inspiring each other. So, yeah, yeah no. good. Have you played this campaign before? Water deep? No. Okay, so I'm just wondering because we've had, we're seven episodes in. How many? I wonder how far we have to go. I mean, I mean, I it's, it, it all it all depends on what what Keith, Keith is doing. Like yeah. Keith, this is an evolving. The, th- the cool thing about Dungeons and Dragons is yeah. it never truly wraps until the players go. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. So uh, you know, Keith 
has a story that he's telling, and we are all part of the universe. Um, I know we've all developed backstories that are pretty extensive. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I know my backstory, and, and I think Keith knows all our backstories, but we haven't shared much. Uh, Toddy. Toddy. Has- Hex's character has the backstory has been revealed the most. Yeah, I've talked mm-hmm. with uh, Keith this week actually. Yeah, me too. and my uh, okay, so maybe same thing. So I I think our backstories will start uh, coming out. Durgon yeah. has hinted a little bit to his, and and Tyler's has have, has hinted to his uh, a little bit here and there. And Tyler's was actually his his backstory was more of a an interesting twist on his character design. Mm-hmm. That has made playing with him a literal wild card because Tyler built this character like I sometimes think he's just in his head flipping the coin like do I want to actually play nice or just burn the whole motherfucker yeah. down mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just just because I, Tyler Klein would enjoy watching shit burn mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting personality stretch there so mm-hmm. uh, so Mike I, I think you you had prepared something for our guest today is that right uh, yeah and okay. here so. The- this is kind of a this is kind of a crazy happenstance because I uh, have never done D and D before. Mm-hmm. See, I'm shocked by that. Yeah, you... uh, I I did efed it. That that was my release. Ah. I, did um, I never did D and D because yeah. I I didn't have people who would do D and didn't know where to go for that or anything like it. So I wanted to make sure I kind of had an inkling to what you guys were going to be talking about. Um. I also listened to his other podcast called Fantastic Geeks. And this week, they just so happened to do a D&D 101 podcast. Mm, like, nice. like basically, it was one co-host who's uh, uh, Brizzy Voices. She's on YouTube. She's, they're both uh, voice actresses and stuff like that. And um, she does D&D a lot. And her other co-host, Tessa, does not do D&D. So they spent a whole podcast making her character. Nice. And they had this site, D and D Beyond. Mm-hmm. So I made my own character. Oh, nice! <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll ever play D and D, but it was fun making the character. And it, it was just like I'm a. Um, I, I decided to go a Asimir warlock. I don't even know if I'm saying that first word right. Asimir. Yeah, I don't know that. Uh, this is like I said. You made Asimir. I did completely just based off of this site. So mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So I don't know if I was doing it correctly. Now, does it show you? Did you were you able to create a uh, a picture? Like, can you create? I, well, they have pre pre pictures. I use D and D Beyond to keep all my stats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we we imported from Roll Twenty into D and D Beyond, um, which is probably the free advertising for Wizards of the Coast. Like they fucking need it, but <laughs> <laughs> they uh they're they're. They own Dungeons and Dragons, and it lets you keep your character sheet and the old trope of the pen and pencil. And we still roll physical dice. We're yeah. we're not yeah. we're not barbarians over here. Yeah, we're yeah. still going to roll physical <laughs> dice. It's easy. It's nice to be able to just edit everything on your on your screen, right? Yeah. See, and that's the one you when we play, you'll see that a lot of us, um, actually everyone but Bro, yeah, and Keith. Well, Keith, well Keith, Keith has one, but for different reasons. Well, yeah, Keith has all our stats on D&D Beyond and, and Roll20, but most yeah. of us have like laptops or tablets. Yeah. And Bro's even moving towards keeping everything in Roll20 and just yeah. bringing in a printout. Yeah, yeah, so he's so, doing a printout. He's still doing off paper. Yeah, but I mean, in addition to that, we keep notes. But you, yeah. So you created an Asimir. Uh, what yeah. class did you create? Um, Warlock. 
Interesting. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know what goes with what. I just read the descriptions. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd want to be a warlock. I think that I think I think that might be one of your future guests here is Mad Mike with his new character. Well, yeah. the cool thing about about Dungeons and Dragons is no race is bound to a class and mm-hmm. vice versa. Like you can create whatever you want um, within the parameters of the rule set. And the rule set is pretty flexible. And even if it's not in the rule set, if you have a dungeon master like like Bearcat who like rewards you for being creative, like at the Christmas episode, mm-hmm. I'll tell this story. This is the one. This is. Before he says it, and I said so we just talked about this in the in the, our chat, our you know all of us. This is my favorite top rope tabletop tabletop story to date because it just well you'll hear. It yeah. Just mm-hmm. So the so the holiday episode we did, we were we were teleported to the North Pole, the 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 Dungeons and Dragons version of the North Pole, um, to save the Dungeons and Dragons version of Santa Claus. I love it already. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was taken by. Um, you should have seen our faces when we figured it out. The the he was taken by by uh, Father Winter, like yeah. like the the evil version of Father Winter, and and so we had just finished finding a s- snow golem. It was a snow. It was frosty. It was like it was literally frosty. It was a giant killer frosty, and so we're beat up to hell because we're at low levels and we're not quite used to how to use our characters yet. <laughs> Tyler hasn't been, hasn't joined the, the yeah. game yet. So it's, it's four people instead of five. Things are like, we're struggling. I'm the only healer. No one knows distance. Cre- Is this Ta- one where Hex got brain damage? No, no, that was the, that was the <laughs> okay. first one that she, we're, we're she still paying for Hex yeah. game brain damage. No, the second one. I'm sorry. Second, second one. Um, but so we get teleported and uh, we beat the, the golem. And we're beat up, tired, and and it's this campaign. It's like eleven o'clock, and we all have to like try to figure out how to get this wrapped up. So I pull a uh, black gate from Lord of the Rings, and I just yell at the door. Well, uh, before he says that, we're after we killed Frosty, we're right outside the castle, and we, and we have to go into the castle yeah. to and go through this labyrinth and maze of whatever Keith has set up to kick our ass. And so Keith has prepared the inside, prepared the entire inside. He probably took hours to do this and prepare <laughs> the inside, and unlock it. And then we battle our way through until we get to the bad guy. You and I, I stare at the door and I look up at the tower of the castle and I go. Let us in, or I forget what I yelled, but it was it was some variation of the Aragorn, you know, yeah. you want you we want Santa Claus. Let us in. We're gonna do this. Open the fucking door. No, you said you said come out. Yeah. Oh, I did say come out. Like, I said come, come out. out and fight us. And, then, yeah. and Keith, Keith goes, goes <laughs> roll a charisma check. Natural 20, the highest you can do automatic success in most situations. Um, and Keith just goes, oh, shit. Completely <laughs> wrecked everything Keith had planned. Yeah, he just like teleports it. us into just right outside the door of the main chamber that we were going to have to fight to. So I skip an entire layer of the dungeon. It's like you entered the cheat code. Yeah, yeah it's basically so, what he did. I plugged the game shark in yeah. and went to eight eight. But that's what's amazing about it's 
you're playing your own characters and you use what you have mm-hmm. to your advantage. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, can I do this? And Keith was like, well, I don't know. Can you roll to see if your charisma is good enough to where the guy was like, all right, mother effer, and, let's go. And the dice, then the dice just let us do it. And it turned out <laughs> it was, it was a good thing. Cause like we were running out of, we were tired yeah. and it was the holidays and Tati was still on that awful schedule. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. um, we would have been at least another hour and a half, at least another hour and a half, yeah. but yeah. it was, it was just, but it was just a, like one of those, I'm so sorry, but not really. Yeah. Keith's face is like, okay. Okay, I guess we're doing this. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, and he, you know Keith. Anyone who knows Keith, he's the nicest guy. Ooh, and he's just like, nicest okay, person. Okay, all right. But in his head, he's probably like, ah! You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's just so, it was just so, it was funny. Just Kincaid just completely kick the walls down he, he probably <laughs> had like the 12 trials of christmas for you guys like you probably had yeah. to defeat like seven swans right and we shit. just oh, God. It, which Jeez. is fine but it's like but that's what's cool about ta- uh, tabletop games is that can happen and so. the, even if the the uh the dungeon master makes plans and they're great at what they do and keeps one of the best but you st- we're still players and we still have to use what's at our our like, they can and, still go sideways and, and, still love it. Sideways, and credit like credit to keith yeah because in a situation like that, I've had dungeon masters who have said, okay, roll for it, and you roll really high, and they go, I'm still not giving it to you because yeah. that wasn't my plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith, to the credit of our dungeon master, thank God, mm-hmm. <laughs> let me skip three yeah. levels, including the water level of Super Mario Brothers, which I'm very <laughs> thankful for because no one likes the water level of Super right. Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's like because if he doesn't let it happen, then it's like, wow, this is rigged. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, it's like, he, right. and, and Keith has been very um, <clears throat> lenient in letting us not only explore our characters, but every once in a while, let us do these really cool, sh- uh, you know, yeah. things that, that look awesome, like uh, Hex blowing a hole through the uh, Beholder last yeah. show <laughs> like, yeah. and, and getting also, that like, One of my favorites, there's a plush Beholder. Yeah. Oh yeah, the purple plush well. beholder. Purple plush beholder that 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 uh, she covets a little bit. So that uh, Tyler wants to steal. Steal yes, for some yes. reason. It's, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious that like you, me, and Tyler, like our characters, we are the most opposite human beings. Connor and Gideon have become like these pseudo like best friends, yeah. where yeah. they're just like yeah. they're like they're like drinking buddies, and they don't know how they ended up there, but they they yeah. see each other at the bar every Friday, and they just drink yeah. together. I don't even know his name. I just call him Bard. Yeah, like I know his name, but I I, I always I, I since the beginning I just started calling him Bard. Yeah, and it's yeah. I, what I what I say is just like um. You're my best friend, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I look at you, he's my best friend, the bard. And I'm like, like nope. you're not my best friend. No, stop t- calling me that. <laughs> it's well, one-way street. <laughs> top rope tabletop this Friday, probably about 7 o'clock start, 7.30 start. Yeah. Okay, more or less. I'll be on the IndieWrestling.us Facebook, Twitch. Um, I think we'll throw it on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, watch out for that. We actually stopped the wrestling. We stopped the wrestling on the 24-7 feed to do the show. So, mm. <laughs> so uh, go tune in for that. It's a lot of fun. I hope to see a lot of you guys in the chat room. Fun fact, Tina in the chat room is 20 minutes away from uh, Wiz- Wizards of the Coast headquarters. I've always like, wanted to go there and yell at the... Uh the magic the gathering people because they <laughs> fucked their game up so bad <laughs> yeah uh, they had a you great system and then they started adding chaos shit well we, you know, we're gonna do a mayhem road trip up the, the that area you, you can yell at wizards of coast we can visit tina uh and it'll it'll be all great uh so 
Um, and and, that- and I'd love to see your full character sheet. Actually, if you could, okay. if yeah, you could yeah. like just like post that. Like, sent. There's a way to do an export PDF. Um, oh yeah, toss that in the group. If you yeah, can. toss it in the group. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it right now. Awesome. So that'll be in the Wrestling Ma'am Show Facebook group. You can see Mike's character. Visit Funko as well while we're there. There you go. I want to know Bobby FG Town will be along. So uh, I do need some Nightmare Before Christmas Funkos that are currently way too expensive. So I just have them printed. So I mentioned me. this last night. So we visit the tattoo artist we visited in, in, in Florida last week mm-hmm. um, does paintings. And I asked if he does commissions. And he's like, yes, but mostly just the Funko Pops. And if you watch the video that I post, uh, I'm going to be posting tomorrow of, uh, of uh, the host of Fishing Without Bacon, a tattoo. You're, you're, I think I may have put a picture up. It might be in the Slack only. Uh, but there's a nice of, uh, of uh, EVs from uh, uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. and a couple other Pokemons in, po- as, in pop form painted. That's awesome. It's, it's really cool. That's so awesome. if anybody needs a Funko Pop uh, commission, hit up I am Jake Steele on uh, TikTok and Instagrams. Nice. So, and also, if you need a tattoo and you end up down in Delray Beach near Fort Lauderdale, He's a very good artist. I have an idea for a tattoo that, and if I get it, I'm going down there to get it. So, anyways, spirit's really cheap. Uh, but, anyway, um, but also, giving a shout out to our friends, guys. I've been hitting the road a lot, but there's it's always good to come home and get some slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yins are made for locations here. Uh, and then, I guess I don't. Did you guys grab any pizza when you came in? Uh, no, but I no. will be on the way out. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's road pizza, apparently. I'm on so a diet. you're on a diet. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I bring all the wrestlers and they're on diets, and sometimes they don't eat a lot I of it. I gotta get back in the so. ring here in about a month. <laughs> yeah, I gotta fit in my gear. Yeah, you know? I didn't do that fasting diet. Br- Pass br- my eat time. Oof. Oh, yeah, Oof. you're doing intermittent fasting. Uh, just I stick some in your pocket oh. for uh, tomorrow then. I actually still might get pieces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Nothing's better occasion. than pocket yeah. pizza, let pocket me tell pizza. you. There you go. If anybody's yeah. the best pocket pizza, it's definitely, it's definitely our friends at Slice on Broadway. And hell, they're going to be feeling our uh, party this weekend. We're doing a four-year anniversary Sorgatron Media studio uh, anniversary party, at least. Of course, we've been doing Sorgatron Media Wrestling Mayhem Show for a good long time beyond that. Uh, but uh, look out for that. Uh, we're going to be going live. So there's a special invites for in-studio but uh, you know we're going to be going live about probably you know, hopefully about 9 p.m. that night and have some uh, mirth and merriment online. There will be alcohol. There will be things like that. Sorg isn't drinking. Don't worry about. It. We need some meat get... for Friday night. You need to see. There oh, you go. Man. There you go. Not to interrupt. That's no, that's maybe that made me think. Also of... a good well, idea. <laughs> so he might know a good place to get meat. He says he has. Been. And, yeah. and, and Tony, you got, you got a shout out from Tina for the Halloween Town. Oh, uh, thanks, Jersey over there. I'm a huge. Uh, nightmare before christmas fan and it's it's actually it's it's halloween town but you can see right there i don't know if you can see uh zero (sighs) yes and uh jack's jack's pumpkin uh head when he's just pumpkin king as opposed to uh jack awesome by the way Hmm? it is now posted in the mayhem show group there you go go check that out i have tagged i got uh justin tati keith and tony on there okay Awesome. All right, guys, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk about Battle Riot coming up here after the break in just a couple minutes. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning, 
and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups, just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. We are back, and I just finished my slice of pizza just in time. Uh, Sasses, Joey Chestnut over here, just (laughs) inhaling pizza. Did you see see, um, the Bundertaker at Nathan's Hot Dog competition? So you know who I'm talking about, right? I do. Okay. So uh, we talk about this on the show, but but just yeah, he, cause we, we, he was there at the poly call, polyam call party the day before that we filmed him, and then the next day I just start seeing and, and our our friend PSAMP, um, uh, New Fair City out there, uh, uh, it, it, I start seeing it in his feed, and there's the Bundertaker in his hot dog costume, and a clip of him on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> And just like, and then you look at you look at him. Is uh, the lope is his is Twitter, and he's like, it's like Nathan, go to Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Check, get on ESPN. Check, uh, confrontation with what's his name, Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. Check. <laughs> so, just wow. I think he got pictures with the with the Nathan's mascot and all this stuff. It's wild, but yeah, good on him, man. That's just wild. That's just I. I that's why I, I fucking love wrestling. <laughs> It's not even like it's just a guy that's a wrestler I know, and it has nothing to do with wrestling except that he's a wrestler and he completely was in a hot dog costume, being the Undertaker the night before. It just <laughs> it just all goes together, right? <laughs> we are here, of course. Uh, top rope, table rock, table rock, table rock. Yeah, top rope, table rock. I need to stop eating a slice of pizza on that break. I guess weird. Um, <laughs> pizza's gonna come up the top rope real soon. <laughs> that's right, top rope pizza. Uh, that's that's Xander would have a problem with that. Though. Well, we, we can we can franchise slice on Broadway and we make it a pizza themed pizza uh, yeah pizza theme. Well, we did uh, put a, a wrestling themed pizza restaurant. We did put a pizza oven in our tavern. You did, did you did, you did. <laughs> yeah. There was a we whole... will we will try to call it. We will figure out which street. It, we'll see if we can move our tavern to uh, Broadway Street and Waterdeep and name our pizza oven Slice on Broadway. Well, def- there you yeah, go. It definitely shouldn't be on site. Yeah. It should be yeah. on site. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Off site pizza. We're worried about the pizza. Okay. Back alley pizza. It's a serious talk here, Sword. Okay. Okay. Back alley pizza. All right. Back alley pizza. Where's, where's Tyler at? We need to talk about Tony Kincaid, Justin Idol with us. One cool cat. Hi. You did yeah. a show. We never talked about this. What? You did your own show once. Yeah. <laughs> it's one and done can we talk about this for a moment yeah. i know we're supposed to be getting into battle riot but we i i don't know if, i don't know if mike that you see this um so you did this for fight underground it was like a 10 minute show on the nose exactly 10 minutes. <laughs> it was it was a lot of green screen yeah I, did you interview your cat? I can't remember. No, no, he was he was the uh, the director. He was the, the director. <laughs> He's sitting in the director's chair. You, and, and you you interviewed quote unquote the Rev. Yeah. On it, I, I prank called him. You prank called Rev. <laughs> How? What? Um. Why? And also, why isn't there an episode two? <laughs> I really do think you should bring this back. I by the way, I want to. Um, 
Tony described it as a, uh, would you say, a fever nightmare? Yeah, it was a fever nightmare. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it was a fever nightmare. Um, no, I want to bring back number two, but I actually, I did the one, and I have my green screen set up in the basement in, in my house, you know, and but it, it's a finished basement. Um, but my son, uh, clogged the upstairs toilet. Oh no. <laughs> he's like Drax from, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy and he's got famously large turds and oh, clogged no. it and it flooded down. Thank God it flooded into the, what I made the laundry room. Um, and, but it still got some of the carpet wet. It sounds like carpet, you, you guys, you guys, some of my studio in the basement right. problems from a few years right. ago. So everything is moved out into that room now. And there's my, like my, some of those arcade machines. Yeah, there he is. Mr. Wink. And then um, there's just no room, you know, and so that's why the green screen's still hanging there. There's just no room to do it. You did this all yourself, right? Yes. Like this is this yeah. is a full on Justin Idol production. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It, is this where you're prank calling the rev? Yes. Uh, so this is on the Fight Underground page page uh, on on Facebook. Look for Cat Chat with the Rev Ron Hunt. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> Ask if his fridge was running. If his fridge was running, he looks like the freezer. Go and catch it, moron! <laughs> it was it was the most Adult Swim thing I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> it reminds me of the of the um, RJ City show that he did for WWE. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, a little bit, like yeah. I've, I haven't seen it. I have to check it out. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I want to share this. By the way, I'm sharing this to the uh, the okay. Wrestling Mayhem Show group, uh, so people can check this out. There will be I a second got... episode once things get squared away. At my once house. you fi- once you figure out your toilet issues. Yeah, once, no, that's figured out. It's just now I gotta put it back, back and uh, yeah. I finished my ba- bathroom downstairs. I added a bathroom in my basement. Finished that. Everything's just gonna get. Organized, and once it does, then I'll start filming again. And fantastic! You know, so that can be that can be a thing. <laughs> yes. That can be something. That's I had a headache after I was done. No, <laughs> I had a yelling. headache after yeah. you were done. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of yelling in this thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it's honestly, if you haven't seen it, check it out on the link because it is it is Thank you. a riot. Like, mm-hmm. Thank you. it really is like robot checking like levels of <laughs> hilarity, and and it's like. It's punchy, like yeah. it's oh, punchy. Yeah. yeah, it is. I'm, uh, I'm very, I'm very uh, sarcastic in it. Oh yeah, I'm very over the top. Well, prank calling Ron, Ron Hunt is probably yeah. like the the apex of comedy. Yeah, for for, for us. Right. I just think it's funny because I was like doing a special on him. I was like, I'm gonna prank call. Him. Yeah, that was, that was coming. Uh, didn't you guys have you had a match coming up against him? Right? No, never. Had no. Oh did. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. for yeah. fight. You're right. It was it was, uh, it was for the mm-hmm. rankings. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right. So. Uh, so uh, our, our unofficial, unannounced homework was Battle Riot Three uh, premiered this past weekend for Major League Wrestling. Um, of my course, dog we, ate it. We, what? <laughs> <laughs> my dog ate my homework. That's the, okay. The that's okay. This is going to be a beast man ate your homework. That's going to be us telling you about Battle Riot. Yes. Then you'll learn about this, yes. and then and want to check it out later, right? Absolutely. Well, while you're watching that, while everybody else is watching uh, Cat Chat. Darn right. So. Darn tootin'. <laughs> uh, so Battle Riot happened. It was this Battle Royal concept. Um, this is the third one I think they've had. Of course, you know, we, it, you're off because of COVID. Uh, but it's a Battle Royal. I think it's 40 members, a minute each. Weapons are allowed. They're pinned. So it's a little bit of that New Japan Rambo idea um, um, to it. Uh, so uh, 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 
Matt, you're the MLW expert here. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So Am I'm going to start with you. Where do we begin with this match? First of all, this this. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. Before we even start with the match. Oh, I know what you want to get into. You know exactly what I want. Look at that. Yeah, we Look gotta at that. get into. Oh, fucking Hefe's back. Yeah. What do you think I'm wearing this shirt, Sorg? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think I'm fucking wearing? Dawn in the fight underground, uh, of course. So, but okay, okay. First segment. They, 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 like there was the battle riot match, and then there was one segment beforehand. Yes, El Hefe is back with someone who conveniently looks like friend of the show, Danny Limelight. Hmm. Huh. How about that? Weird. Huh. Weird how weird how that works out. Yes, mayhem but, um, bump. But uh, El Jefe has not lost a step. No. Well, not how lost about whatever? How about whenever Injustice decided to come out and interrupt them, and uh, Myron Reed is like getting ready to get the mic, and <laughs> Cesar Duran—that's the name. He has yes, to lean Cesar in and Duran, be yeah. like. Who the F are you? (laughs) (laughs) Myron Reed's a really good wrestler, so let's be nice here. But hilarious. Hilarious, just like free-wielding. Like, yeah, he was just on the loose. Um, I was impressed. I wasn't sure how high to set the bar uh, for El Jefe outside of Lucha Underground. Mm. But um, him in front of a live crowd, no net. Mm-hmm. Presumably, at the, at, in Philadelphia at the ECW arena, yeah, on top of it, yeah, different vibe than the the uh, closed set Lucha Underground. Tapings. Oh, so much of a different vibe. So, like, it was a little weird. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think this will go poorly because I don't believe they would have put it on YouTube if it had. No, no, <laughs> that's okay. Like, uh, like, uh, editing it was just it was lovely, and there the the MLW has a mini series coming out. I was literally just thinking that because of this show I'm, and everything. I'm going to watch it. It is. I just had it up here. Where is it? MLW Fusion Alpha. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be a four-part weekly miniseries starting in late August. Okay. Um, a prelude to the fall season. So this is kind of, I, I think they're kind of like setting up. Mm-hmm. So they're going to set I'm some storylines yeah. for you. They're going to bring everybody up to speed. What channel For everyone who's just YouTube? gotten on board the train because... Uh, their friend on the podcast wouldn't shut up about MLW <laughs> for the entire summer. Well, all right. To be fair, you kept talking about MLW. I'm like, when they give me El Jefe, I'll pay attention. Mm-hmm. So, so and hey, I'm a man of my word. Let's answer answer the question because a lot of people are probably asking the same question Justin just asked here about what channel it's on and everything too. So this is mostly YouTube, mostly. Yes. But this has primarily been living on YouTube. And a package that's on like the eighth tier of your cable package <laughs> called BN Sports. Yeah, um, you have to buy seven other packages. Supposedly, they have a deal going now with Vice, uh, but that's on like the seventh tier of yeah, my cable yeah. package. <laughs> so I don't get that either. So YouTube's usually the way to go. Mm-hmm. MLW typically finds a way to get their stuff up onto YouTube. Okay. Yep, and again, they put it up here for the people that weren't getting it on BN Sports and stuff. So that's it's good that they have that ability. So it's not like locked down on that. Kind of, it's kind of like Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling puts their stuff on Twitch, right. so you don't, you know, it's not a big deal that you don't have access. Still, the right. and that's been and that's been huge for Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Difficult to quantify, but I think it's the same. Um, God, the same impact has been seen for MLW, <laughs> and um, 
yeah, it's just like, just get eyes on it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're mm-hmm. on that far down the food chain mm-hmm. on, on the cable ratings, it doesn't matter. Just yeah. get eyeballs on what you're doing. I don't even, I don't even think this is, this is a side tangent, but I don't even think cable like impact is the quality of matches are better because they don't have to worry about doing things to please shareholders on the network. Like they're now kind of in control. That's why a- the AEW partnership with impact mm-hmm. is working so well. Cause they've just thrown the rule book. The traditional wrestling is on Mondays and Thursdays and Wednesdays and all this stuff at eight o'clock. And it's three. They've just thrown out the window. Screw that. Who gives a shit? We're going to hold matches on Twitch. We're going to do free matches. We might stream them on YouTube. We might stream mm-hmm. them on Twitter. We might do a 60 second match on Instagram. Who gives a crap? TikTok matches are coming guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, I'm, that's not a joke. They're going to happen at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, we, we see, <laughs> I think it was it the Snapchat was having a, a, a pot, like first episodes of HBO Max, right? So mm-hmm. wrestling's a, you know eventual, right? Uh, Ring of Honor's leading leaning into this too. They're dropping new matches on their YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Multiple new matches on their YouTube every week. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The thing. A lot of the women's tournament was happening over there, right? Or the setup for the women's tournament. They're doing the, the, the setup for the women's tournament, but the actual women's tournament matches are actually on the show. Okay. starting on the. <laughs> On the weekend TV, I mean, which I w- Mad Mike doesn't get in New York, right? Uh, I, I, and that's starting this weekend. Well, it's okay. There's fight and there's uh, there's that login in the Slack for Ring of Honor. Uh, for no, I'm not gonna do so, that. No, he's not gonna do that. So uh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I actually sat down and tried to watch the episode today, and I'm just like, it's still close set. So I'm like, eh. <laughs> so and you know, after watching like a pay per view with fans with Ring of Honor, it's just like, oh, it's hard to go back. You know, kind of thing. So, uh, same a little bit with Impact, but Impact. Well, we, we, we get we'll touch on Impact. Yeah. I, actually, we still need a Jay White conversation as well uh, that I promised for tonight. But anyways, Battle Right. Let's get back to that. So, so uh, El Hefe, El Hefe, uh, 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 Caesar Durant. Did I get all that right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got it. You got the new names. Um, but uh, uh, a great setup there. I'm interested. He is officially the matchmaker at MLW now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's so... why I'm interested. I'm like, okay, this isn't just a one time thing for Battle right. Riot. He's going to be and, and you know, a fixture on the show. And you like, know, it's not going to be like just to kind of set expectations. You know, it's not going to be full on Electro Underground. Of right? course not. They don't have Absolutely. The, they don't have the budget for this thing. They're not. They're not on that that production level. Right. Um, like I, again, even though they have TV, I still kind of consider them high end indie at this point. Um, but it's not a dig on MLW, but you know, they're just not like, I don't even think they're at, they're not a ring of honor level even. Right. So but I, I don't doing, think they're, I don't think they're going to try to do Lucha underground. I don't think anyone should attempt it. Mm-mm. But at the same time, when I watch MLW, I get Lucha underground vibes from it. Okay. And nothing, and, and no other wrestling program has made me feel even a small fraction of the way I felt watching Lucha Underground except for MLW and it's just it's just the way they present things uh the way they do their storylines um uh, I, I I have high hopes because Court Bauer is very familiar with yeah. how Lucha uh, Underground was run and I, I feel like they're he's combining his own uh, sensibility into kind of what that universe was all about and mm-hmm. squeezing whatever last juice there is in that Lucha Underground uh, orange. And, and there are people who can be used that are just kind of out there floating around in the wild that aren't signed to a particular company. If you want to try and get more Lucha juice out of there, 
it's very Luches. possible to maybe find a moth coming to or, a market near you. You know, somebody should market lucha juice. Lucha juice. <laughs> Come on, lucha juice coming to a supermarket near you. Well, yeah. It could be an energy drink or something, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just because they're, they're popping up on my screen. My God, they did renovate. Like, that is so much larger than I remember the ECW arena. Oh, yeah. Like, you're seeing lights mm-hmm. in there. The walls actually look like walls. I'll be honest, but I mean, think <laughs> think about it. Like, the last time you saw the ECW arena in ECW style, it was in, like, 480p. It also looks like oh, a century. No, more. it was, uh, to be actually, honestly, last time I saw ECW arena was ROH on HDNet. But, but that was that was... I think they did the first renovation right after ECW folded, right? The first renovation, yeah. But it was still, like, but this is, like, it's wider. Yeah. Like, the crow's no, I, nest okay. was still there. It looks like they maybe took out the crow's nest. And, and may, I don't know, maybe they opened it up because there's, like, a whole back hallway that was in there, too. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, I'd love to visit it again and, and see that layout uh, for a show, something like this. But, um, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> so the match itself you know mm. uh we didn't have a clear ha- like, like, there was no like big clear out through the entire thing like what, what did we say they went like 20 22 people before they started eliminating mm-hmm. and i think the first one might have been savio vega also savio mm-hmm. vega <laughs> is in this match um he's like also kim wang is in this wang wang is in this match kim chi is in this match yes and oh. doesn't have a spot with beach man which i made I no know. sense with me yeah. listen the they're two like, most important people in this match though oh beast yeah yeah man yeah and lee moriarty lee moriarty is in it beast man's in it uh beast man has a confrontation with calvin tankman i believe uh beast man takes a claw at one point tony kincaid mm-hmm. and justin i don't beast man fought off it. a claw yes, or not. Too. what's that Beastman fought off the claw. Yes, he yes, did. He did. Yes, he did. Uh, I was very encouraged whenever Beastman got in there because, I mean, he looked like, you know, a legit giant in there. Mm-hmm. We, you never know whenever you get, you know, your uh, your local favorite out there with some of the national guys. Mm-hmm. But he looked like he belonged in there with those big boys. And the fans were kind of like gasping a little bit when uh, he was face to face with Tankman. Uh, Beastman was really good. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that uh, Lee Moriarty got in there early. So we had a chance to kind of like, you know, uh, show what he had for an extended period of time. Although, mm-hmm. like he said, I mean, like this thing got so populated by halfway through. I yeah, don't understand yeah. why they didn't throw anybody out. Um, and, and you're right. There was no like giant like um, when they were filling up the ring. And it was up to like 20, 25 people. I was basically waiting for Hammerstone to come out and just like rip off 20 eliminations in a row. And it, and it obviously he came much, much later. Uh, so it was it was an interesting setup for. Well, uh, the the football player I can't remember his name. Um, and Duca, uh, yeah, and Duca. He he came yeah. in. He he tried. To, he cleared. He cleared some people out. Yeah, he definitely cleared some people out. Oh yeah, and there was also um, I also do not remember his name because most of these guys were very new to me. There was someone who pulled the uh, the clown gimmick where he was pulling confetti out of his throat. Oh, oh God, uh, Ziggy, Ziggy Dice. Ziggy oh. Dice, that, yeah, yeah. We uh, he was yeah. on Blackcraft, dude. He was on the Blackcraft pre-show. Didn't he pop up he in did, NWA uh, recently? A, a, he did a run with NWA before the pandemic that was going really well, but like everything else in the NWA, just got wrecked mm-hmm. whenever the pandemic hit. And he's his contract's up. He's floating around, so mm-hmm. maybe they'll take a look, see if he's interested. 
Yeah, that was weird. I'd never seen him do that before either, and I'd seen a few Zicky Dice matches. They never I, made him do that in the NWA. Yeah, he did something goofy like that at Blackcraft, <laughs> I feel. So, not, not that one, but he did like some weird card trick or something. That was weird. Also, is, is it the Blue Meanie? I see. As the yeah, Blue, Blue Meanie. Yeah, that's the Blue Meanie. I got a funny Blue Meanie story. <laughs> is it? Is it the one with Eric? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we talked about. No, I asked. I asked Blue Meanie about that story actually. Did you? So uh, we, we ran into him at WrestleCon back in uh, uh, WrestleMania 29. Do you remember? Do you remember it? Yep. <laughs> yes, he did. I'll shoot my pants. So, so you, <laughs> <laughs> you guys do back here already. I'll shoot my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, real quick, real quick version of the story then, since we brought it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Eric just hit a choke slam on Blue Meanie. It was the damnedest. <laughs> At Ross River Ice Garden. Yeah, right? Ross River. It wasn't yeah. that, was that huge show slam, but he bumped, and it was like, ref was like, one, two, three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled right out of the ring, and he ran to the back. We're like, what are you doing? He's like, he's running, like his butt cheeks clenched. He's like, I shit my pants. He's <laughs> <laughs> running right through everyone. We're like, Eric comes in the back. We're like, what happened? He's like, he shit his pants. <laughs> 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 he shit his pants. Yep. Oh, I was uh, looking forward to having this great match. He and of course, of course, <laughs> Eric, your old tag team partner yes, there. So yes. I, is that the night? I, did you did you wrestle CJ Sensation that night? Yes. And it was the worst table I've ever seen. It didn't break. It, it didn't break. break. I was like front row. I was front row for that one, and I watched you guys go on the table right in front of me. I'm like, well, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> then CJ ran into a chair on his own. Uh, <laughs> like, you overzealous. You overzealous. <laughs> I was wait till I turn around and jump out of the way. Just ran. A, I turn around, he runs past me and tucks his head. That was a weird night. CJ never fails to crack me up at every GPW show. I cry. Every time he walks into a room, he just yells obscenity. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. Uh, oh, but, yeah. When, whenever CJ used to come on back in the older days of the Mayhem show, I'm not going to say what we used, what what his catchphrase was. We used to scream a lot, but it was pretty oh. graphic. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, yeah, you know, so are a lot of stories with him. But anyways. um, So so can I can I mention the problem I had with that, the Battle Riot? Sure. It, it, not only was there way too many people in the ring, I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, 20, 25 people without an elimination. You're just, and, and it's 60 seconds, and it was a fast 60 seconds. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did anyone time it? Were they legit 60 seconds? I th- there, I, there was no way. There, there was, was no way they were legit. Um, because, some, because there are also be- some people that would come out two at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so people are hitting their spots and then going under the top rope and hanging out on the ring apron, mm-hmm. just sitting there waiting for their next yeah, call. And I'm just like, come on. Mm-hmm. Then the ring is, it looked small. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this mm-hmm. was the travel ring or, or or what. This ring made WCW's ring look like like a boxing ring, mm-hmm. like a legit boxing ring. Mm-hmm. This thing was mini. And when you got Tank Man and Beast Man and Hammerstone all, all and bands. all these big men, <laughs> the thing looks like you're playing yeah. in a Jack's toy ring. It does. It really does. And and then the weapons get added. Yeah. And then you add pinfalls mm-hmm. and submissions and over the top rope. And, and people are and, and and a referee's in there. And then uh, somebody should eliminate the referee. Yeah, just throw the referee <laughs> out the ring. <laughs> we'll, we'll, well, so on top of that, so so the the you know, people are breaking up pinfalls and submissions too. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, and, that's and not weird. stable that's stuff. Weird. Like if Contra Unit breaks up a pinfall on Contra Unit, cool, fine. That that makes complete so, sense. So so New Japan had their Tokyo Dome show, like the the ball field one had limited attendance. We talked about this last night. So it was kind. Of, they do the same thing. Like they do pinfall submissions, and and I don't even know. If, do they even do over the top rope? My I, I can't even remember. Um, uh, I, I think so. You think so? So uh, they add the stipulation or handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, so you handcuff somebody or to the railing, to the rope, whatever, and they're eliminated, but they're also still handcuffed there. No. <laughs> so, oh, that seems dangerous. Yeah, so dangerous. especially when your your Jeez. rival comes out next and mm-hmm. just wants oh. to beat you up, right? So, uh, it, Minoru Suzuki, you can just say it. Well, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, this thing has Suzuki. <laughs> this thing has Ishii. Right, and and nothing's scarier than Ishii running ready to kick your ass. Okay, yeah, yeah. so um, but but oh, yeah. I don't know, Ishii walking, waiting to kick your ass, is <laughs> slow walking. Ishii <laughs> existing, wanting to kick your ass is probably same with Suzuki. Um, but uh, anyways, it, no, no, I'm with you. Yeah, that's a smaller ring <laughs> for sure. It looks like a 16 or something. It's, right, it's nuts, and yeah. it's just you you want to you want to see. When when you said we were talking about this, I was like, and Lee and Beastman are in. I'm like, cool, great. Oh, there's some other guys that I really like their stuff too. Yeah. I really want to watch this. And I felt like outside of Contra and Hammerstone and, and, and Tankman to a degree, no one really got a chance to show. Shine. Like, no. Lee yeah. was in the ring, mm-hmm. but he wasn't given a chance to shine no, I felt. No. And that's a disturbance he, to who I think to be is probably one of the best underrated wrestlers in the area or in the, in the nation right mm-hmm, now in Lee. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like I think Lee is maybe one of the best wrestlers out there right now. Mm-hmm, right. And mm-hmm. Beastman has uh, such a presence there. And, Yes, I know they're they're from my area. They're they're my boys. I want them to do well. But there's also guys in there like Simon Gotch who are who are again they're again the main event angle. Yet they're not being featured in the way you you really want them to because Contra Unit is rolling out every thirty seconds, mm-hmm. and you're not telling the heel face dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just it was confusing to me. I was confused. It, it, it is definitely a less put together Royal Rumble. Right, like, 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 like the Royal Rumble itself is booked like mm-hmm. nicely. But I don't, I don't need minute like booking to the second. No, but I need the bookings to make sense and point A to connect to point B yeah. to connect yeah. to point C. I don't need, I don't need like bullet points and little nitpicks. I, I do need them to make sense. Well, when we did the bat, when we did the rewatch of Battle Riot One, uh, I think we can all agree that was a much better structured. Um, battle riot than this latest one. Mm-hmm. Well, that that one was telling a more, I think, through line story too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? but it also had it had it also had your like natural like Royal Rumble style beats in the match for you know you get the big clear out you get yeah. the things like that it, and it it was an easier I don't want to say it was it felt more familiar but it it just felt like better structured. This one like and, and MLW has been going toward this Hammerstone thing for months so like this was always the end this was always the finish line for this thing was hammerstone versus contra to get the title shot mm-hmm. against fatu mm-hmm. that's just, that is just that is just what was that's just what's happening yeah so yeah. in that way it, it plays out like a this long prelude 
to like a five minute angle at the very end mm -hmm. just so you could just like be like done you know over you know and, and, and another thing too i mean you know you're trying to draw people in with something significant um uh for your return to you know putting on actual you know wrestling again uh and you know battle right is something that you know has a little bit of cachet at least as far the mlw circles go mm -hmm. so um yeah so it's like more like a means to an end so i don't understand you know fill up the ring with 25 guys strategy i'm not sure what, that, what the thinking was behind like, that yeah like but, unless, i mean unless, was, you, unless you're that's when you're gonna have contra run in yeah and take out half the people that are in there like yeah and that, that's not what happened there was never yeah. a big clear out right i mean no, it's just like no you just kind of looked up and you're like, oh, I guess they kind of cleared out some of the guys. I guess mm -hmm. I, I I understand that battle royales, you need to come up with new new stuff, and there needs to be a new a new thing, a new way to do it that hasn't been done already. Um, I I won't pretend to know the answer to it, but I feel like filling the ring up with as many people as humanly possible, and then shaking the ring and then seeing who sticks is not the answer. <laughs> I just, I, it's not, it's not a welcome mat that you flip out. Although I want to see that now. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if they did the old, the, the old taker ring rock and whoever oh, is geez. standing at the end wins the title chance. Hey, we used like, to have, we used right. to have a WCW used to put their ring on a turntable at the MGM mm -hmm. tapings. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. So for Saturday night, but, um, but my, the, my, the, one of the first matches I ever watched was a, uh, a, God, what was his WCD? It's it's Triple H in that studio. Mm -hmm. Terror uh, Rising. Yeah. No. Was Ball it? Of this? No, it was. It was when Ball, it was in between. Uh, it was right before uh, he jumped John, to WWF. Uh, John Paul. John Paul Levesque. 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 Okay. Yeah. And he was doing the turntable thing with uh, Stephen Regal, <laughs> and they were in a tag <laughs> match, and it was just. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, didn't it is turn this? while they were wrestling? It was turning while they yeah. were wrestling. Yeah, that's and wild. I was like, what the hell? And then the the, I, the pits like the pit boys with Sparky Plug. That was a weird time period, man. I, I remember when I was a kid. That was the only WCW show I've ever gone to. We happened to be in Disney MGM, and we went to a WCW show. Mm -hmm. And I'd never watched really WCW. Like I'd watched Nitro here and there, but. Nothing really too crazy. And I remember the ring turning while they were wrestling. I'm like, well, that's weird. Like, even, as, <laughs> even as a child. It's kind of hard to play to the hard cam. Yeah, <laughs> well, you don't know where the hard cam is. You're like, where is it? Where is it? Shit. As a wrestler, they're trained at a certain level. Once you get to a certain level, you play to the hard cam. Yeah, yeah. Even, even like at, even all at all times now. Because to people's heads, yeah. I, I think every show, if we're doing video if there's a commentary team and video and all that stuff there's a hard cam now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's modern like you're taught probably yeah, an academy but, to mm, play the hard cam i don't think that at happens. this point i don't think that happens it should <laughs> it should then it should luckily most uh, of the people at prospect pro wrestling were trained by people who know yes to point them yes. to the hard cam yes. on the training school you know yes but, yes i was big on um but sometimes oh trust me i just had i just had a long conversation about hard cam placement lately. <laughs> so <laughs> the other day. So, um, anyways, um, so battle right. It's fun. Uh, it's fun. It's still. It's a fun thing. Oh, it's it, it was, it's, it was it's better great. than battle right two. It was worse than battle right one. 
<laughs> there you go. I, I I will say that it there were moments that were fun, but overall there was I feel like as someone who's not an MLW regular watcher, they would have just been served by doing Absolutely. a gauntlet match. Uh, like <laughs> I'm looking forward to Justin's uh, live tweet of watching this later. Yeah. <laughs> so join us on Top Rope Tabletop, t- Tabletop Friday where he watches this while we're rolling dice. That would be great. <laughs> 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 true multitask. I want to talk about this because uh, Matt's here, and and this was I felt like this was a pretty big thing that I think I think that might be under the radar for a lot of people. Jay White appearing in Impact Wrestling, uh, mm. and he got him on the mic on uh, last Thursday, and uh, this is something. And Matt, I know like there's been clips that have popped up from Jay White in Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Go subscribe. Five minutes mm-hmm. or less here wrestling news every day. Um, where Jay White and even uh, the... the the What's the... Tongan... Tamatanga. Uh, yeah, Tamatanga. Tamatanga. Also just kind of, kind of putting down this idea of the other bullet clubs and the elites and everybody doing two suites and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, my God. Tom, don't get me started on Tom. We're supposed Tom, to be talking about Jay White. Oh my God. Yeah, I know, right? So, oh, that dude is unbelievable. He's working, great. working, working. Great. Um, and it, it felt like all of that just came to fruition. It's it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, that at after all this, um, after all this drama, after every, I had to go back and like rewatch like some of the history of Bullet Club videos that New Japan put together, just to like get my timeline straight on like how like the elite split. It was a weird split from the Bullet Club, you know. That it was never like when when the elite and the Bullet Club were kind of like were having their rift in New Japan years ago. It never felt like it was like fully decisively concluded like it at least to me um maybe technically from a storyline perspective they're like you know we're good that's done um so this thing has kind of just been out there just forever um and and so every time you hear you know jay white over in new japan dropping some little nugget about the elite or or tama mentioning something on the podcast um and then you, then you had the the deal where like um, when when Omega wore that Halloween Bullet Club shirt onto the uh, on the one Impact special, I think it was the first match that he did with Impact. Yeah, my man. Um, all of these little things, you know, they're just they're 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 twisting the knife on each other, and uh, you know, it, you're you're waiting for, you know, things to come to a head, and it's crazy to think that. It has come. It came to a head, <laughs> you know. And this thing has ignited on Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. in front of fifty people. I mean, so that's where it happened. So on, on in the same. I'm sorry, Tony. I, no, I got to roll with this just yeah. a little bit more. In the same week where John Cena came back, mm-hmm. Nick Gage showed up on Dynamite. Poor Jay White. <laughs> if they're running the they're finally delivering and and story and and it's getting overshadowed by all this other stuff and don't forget there are two other quite large rumors right i was just about to say that we haven't even discussed i was just about to say it has been a very busy week for potential people crossing over the 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 bullet club elite 
thing, and this is this was going on back when I was just a fan. So I was invested in Bullet Club and invested in the Elite. Um, they did that angle at G1 in the U.S., and I think it was in San Fran where G.O.D. attacked the Elite mm-hmm. and uh, everyone and just laid them in the ring. And then they cut this huge-ass promo, and on BTE, they were all sitting around. This was how Cody and Kenny f- mended their relationship and all that stuff. And then they had a match. Poof. Like, then yeah. they went to do AEW, and it was done. Mm-hmm. And and I always was like, well, that sucked. <laughs> like, so to see Jay White in Impact, to see more and more companies crossing the borders and admitting that the internet exists and we're aware of people's history of story that Jay White has beef because, you know, his bullet club is no longer referenced. You know, the popularity of the bullet club went away when Kenny and AJ and, and Devitt went left. And now Jay White's bitching like, no, I'm bullet club. Thomas bullet club. Fale's bullet club. These guys were never Bullet Club. They were posers. That's a good fucking promo. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's, a, that's good yeah. beef. That's good beef. Because you, you look at Doc Gallows and you're like, you were there in the in the beginning. You know what I'm saying is true. Mm-hmm. And I love that the, there's so many things about this. This promo that Jay White did on last Thursday is is epic. It's like, 15 glorious minutes and <laughs> I, I i i think i watched it like three or four times already um <laughs> but just like you know he like d- d- leading off like just getting his digs in on finley mm-hmm. before he gets down to business um you know, you know setting things up you know dangling a carrot for chris bay so that he would have backup um so that when he inevitably runs into you know trouble out there uh you know, Don Callis, you know, going on and on about Don Callis tries to like Don Callis compliments Jay White while he's trying to insult him mm-hmm. because he talks about how Jay White, you know, was like cooking dinner and, and changing the sheets in the dojo um, while Kenny and Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows were main eventing. But all that does is it props up Jay White because it shows, you know, that he busted his ass to get where he is. Yeah, you survived the dojo. You you, sur- you say he's that. He's a dojo guy. He survived the dojo. He came up through the system. He earned his he he has earned his his uh his spot in New Japan. That, I mean, that's um, the, that's Don Callis doing what Paul Heyman always does. Paul mm-hmm. Heyman is one of the best at cutting a person down to build them up. Like like he's still talking about you know, you are, you know, he did this with Owens and, and Reigns, and he'll do it with Cena Reigns, and he, uh, J- Paul Heyman's the best, but Callis learned from Paul. Oh, yeah. Like, Jack, mm-hmm. the Jackal was, you know, yeah. Callis. I mean, I mean, Callis you know. is like, it, it Callis, like, he tears down the rest of the Bullet Club, except for you, Jay White. <laughs> you could be in the elite if you want to. Mm-hmm. Instead of the rest, he calls the rest of the Bullet Club a bunch of mid-carters, um, and then we get like the, the real juicy bits is like you get the most briefest of like verbal interactions between Omega and White, where White just basically is just like, we wrestled one time and I beat you. Mm-hmm. And after hearing this, Omega is just like, it's just like this beautiful, awkward moment where Kenny is just like, I'm just I'm out of here. And he just he just walks off. 
it's just like Carl talk, you, you deal with this. Um, and then we get down to the business at hand between, um, Carl and doc and, uh, Jay white. And, and it's, I mean, I, it's, it's so good. Jay white is awesome. Perhaps, perhaps you've heard, um, <laughs> he is the most underrated promo in pro wrestling bar none. Um, he is absolutely brilliant. Everything he does, it's just so purposeful. Every little word that he uses, he knows exactly what he's doing all the time. Um, Matt, do you remember where Jay White was after uh, Wrestle Kingdom? This year's Wrestle Kingdom? Yes. Do you remember like his state of mind after losing? Like, what was it I, for? After I remember, like, he set the entire you know internet into a frenzy because. No one had any idea how long his contract was with New Japan yeah. and cut this backstage promo after the main event at yeah. Wrestle Kingdom and said, screw this, I'm going home. Yeah. I mean, that was that's still probably the promo of the year. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm done with this. And like no one knows what's real. No one knows what's going on. And Jay White goes radio silent for months before he finally just pops back up in New Japan business as usual. Which yeah, was yeah, yeah. ends up with a never open weight championship. Uh, no, yeah, it was he was one of those like like you know he had he he lost the belt or the shot at the belt. I can't remember if he was champ going in, and it became uh, this, he was in the main event challenging Abushi, right? He and he's like, you know, if I can't do this, if I can't be at the top of the game, then maybe I don't need to be here anymore. And it was like this completely destitute thing that he was doing, and he was despondent when he was in, in like a six man tag two days later. Like it was like fantastic setup to see him to go to that so so there's some other things and now we got to think about like what's where's what's the next step on this right right where do we go is this just some because this is not like like a battle of the network all-stars yeah i mean this is not leaking over onto dynamite that's not gonna happen are you sure they're not bringing jay white on dynamite no while while they're building up hangman page that is not happening okay we got we got a bullet club guy challenging for a IWGP US Championship next week, don't we? We do have that. So I mean, but, but look, look, look. This has been this has been true ever since this whole Forbidden Door business has started. For the most part, other companies' business, other companies' business does not get done on Dynamite. Only AEW business gets done on Dynamite. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm no one should be expecting Jay White to come rolling in there to help Hiku Leo win the IWTP United States. I, well, you know, let's, let's roll back a minute because I, I disagree with that because didn't we do that when we set up for a championship match on New Japan Strong via AEW? You talk about when they brought Kenta out? Yes. I'll have to check the timeline on that one a little bit. But okay. the, I mean, the, the angle to set up the title match in New Japan wasn't done on... AEW. I, I I just from from where I'm sitting, observing the way AEW yes, does okay, stuff. Okay. You know, you don't see like 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 Sammy Callahan never showed up on Dynamite to attack Kenny. That's true. That's they true. Set up an Impact World Title match on a pay per view. No, that, that was no, an they just shot a main event That's at other Daily's company's place. Business. <laughs> they shot a, they shot an Impact main event. Impact pay per view main event at Daly's place and covered That's up all true. the logos. Uh, we have to touch because I, 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 have, I have a quick thought. Yes, please. Because we have one more rumor that we need to. Oh touch yeah, on. no, we definitely have to address that. But we're um, going long, guys. What? What if there's a show 
like for Kenny Omega to prove that he's truly the best professional wrestler in the world. The show's called the Alpha and the Omega, and he defends the AAA title, the Impact title, and the AEW title all in the same night I don't think against can, different opponents. I don't think you could get that show without uh, Chris Jericho being involved. <laughs> Why would Jericho have to be involved? He was the Omega. Alpha versus Omega. Yeah. It's Alpha already been done. Omega. You're going to have to rewrite some copyrights. That's right. There's, um, look, the, the super show concept, like, I don't know if they're trying to do it, but I feel like, like, there's this clip, there's this interview a while back with Billy Corgan, and he just goes on this little tangent about, like, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, uh, we got all these companies together and we were just like, let's just, like, let's do WrestleMania. Just us. Let's do WrestleMania with us. I, I said and, something like this years ago. Right. I mean, like this, years and years ago when, on this show, when I was like, you know, if Impact and Ring of Honor were here, th- again, this was years ago before like AEW existed, all that stuff. I'm like, if Impact and Ring of Honor work together, they could be like a bigger deal than mm-hmm, WWE. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could, if you just work with like the existing forbidden door partnerships that are out there and you can bring together AEW impact NWA new Japan talent. You make a few dream matches. You let each company put, you know, a couple matches onto the card. Yeah, you could do it. It would work. Hmm. Hmm. But hmm. I, everyone has to be Matt. Matt, you know, this on should board. be the new mayhem mania. Forbidden Door Mania. We have to mention. Uh, what's the <laughs> what's the latest on uh, a couple of uh, new kids coming over to AEW? <laughs> well, it depends on uh, which wrestling uh, news website you get your wrestling news from. Sorg, what's the official um, JustProWrestlingNews.com take? I mean, if you want the um, uh, the Just Pro Wrestling News is reporting that other places are reporting (laughs) Um, so if you want to believe that daniel bryan and cm punk are signed sealed and delivered to aew you can go find that story being reported on a wrestling news news website Mm -hmm. if you want to believe that it's not a done deal and perhaps it might not even be happening you can go to another wrestling news website and you could find that story being reported somebody knows what's going on somebody's going to be right somebody's going to be wrong We'll you know see. who I think no, really knows what's going on? CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. That's CM right. Punk and Daniel Bryan right. definitely know what's going on. Uh, I, I don't. T- I don't. TK, TK might know what's going on. Might. Maybe. Might. <laughs> I, I don't care about any of these stories until I see somebody walk down the ramp at All In or wherever we do it. Yeah, I don't. That's where I'm at. I don't give a damn about who's yeah. rumored to be signed where, whatever. If Brian no. Danielson's going to AEW, great, good. If CM Punk's going, great, good. But I, I'm going to go on the rant here. Stop reporting on rumors. But the clicks, man. The I, don't clicks. Give, I don't give oh, a no, damn. Tony, Tony, I'm sorry. I hate to break this to you, but this genie is out of the bottle and is not going back in. Okay, but uh, as, as so, someone so who was a shoot... Let's journalists for the longest are, time are just part of the ecosystem now. So we got two shoot journalists on the show yeah. right now. And <laughs> I, I, what, I, what we need to be doing here is 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 propping up and amplifying the good ones. Yes, yes, and, and pushing down the bad ones. Yes. Now, if you want to get 
really deep into the weeds, the, the CM Punk report, the one that was basically like, he is, it is done. He is in. Um, that was reported by Cassidy Haynes from Bodyslam.net. Now, in my travels so far across the internet for just pro wrestling news, I've encountered many, many wrestling news websites. Bodyslam.net is one of the better ones. Okay. So this is not something you could just be like dismiss out of that. I'm not willing to just dismiss out of hand and say no. Okay. Oh, I believe both of them are. They have a track record. I believe both of them are true for the record. It's okay. just here's here's my initial issue, and this is my issue with spoilers in general. This is an entertainment business, okay? Everyone, there's so many fans who love being on the inside of this shit, and then they get ticked off when there's no more surprises in professional wrestling. You can't have it both ways. Get off your Twitter, get off your Instagram, get off the quote unquote dirt sheets. They're not a lot of these people do really good interviews and they have sources and I fully believe that a lot of them, some of them, a few of them, know what they're talking about. But you can't dive headfirst into Reddit and dive headfirst into these websites and want to be in the know on everything and be proud to be a smart mark or whatever you want to call yourselves nowadays and then be ticked off the television wrestling wrestling on television is no longer surprising you you're doing it to yourselves you're giving yourselves a wedgie don't be angry at us about it look the um aew's done a really good job they they keep a tight circle obviously yeah um i mean an I inner circle anything. one might say yes oh, indeed God damn it. Um, i'm out i walked into see, it I, I didn't see anything about Tommy End showing up on Dynamite before he mm-hmm. actually showed up. I didn't see anything about Andrade showing up before he actually showed up. I saw people speculated and and they guessed, but I didn't see anybody saying hey, it is on. He, he is he is signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, and but, I mean, what, WWE is good is good when they want to be too. Like, did anyone see Christian returning at the Rumble? No, Fuck yeah, no. indeed, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Like, no, if, that, if that hit in front of a crowd. Who knows if he'd even be in AEW at this point? And they you know do what I mean? they like, do great mm-hmm. jobs about about keeping these things quiet all the time. The problem is is not the the site. Uh, you know, it's it's not the companies that's the the problem. It's not even the sites that are the problem. It's the fact that we're clicking on this stuff and then bitching because we clicked on it. Okay, like that's the inherent <laughs> problem. Dirt sheets have always exi- always existed. Melter has always existed. Okay. But you can't bitch Always. about it. He was reporting on hacking. Schmitt- Meltzer, Meltzer was Meltzer in 1880 was reporting. Uh, no. Dave Meltzer yesterday, t- today, forever. <laughs> Dave, Dave Meltzer is he who remains. This Meltzer is Mark Seven. Okay, Mark Eight starts back up in 2030, and like no. Oh, so you're saying Dave's a Mark? He, no, no, you I'm hear, no, I'm saying he's first. a Terminator. <laughs> might be a freudian slip there but whatever no but that's that's my inherent flaw here is that when when brian danielson cm punk walk through aew or impact or go back to wwe or whatever they're not going to get these pops christian comes out on aew to his old evanescence theme <laughs> and there is no goddamn pop for Christian Cage, who was literally the only reason to watch TNA until Angle showed up and they started doing hella matches mm-hmm. in 2005 and six, right off of Fox Sports Net, and no one recognizes the stand music, but AEW is where the real wrestling fans go, mm-hmm. but none of you guys recognize the TNA My Last Breath theme? 
Get the hell out of here. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, fucking wrestling hipsters. Move to Seattle. Screw you. What's your wrestlers Darby Allen? Like you, you could say that, Tony. But then Don Callis shows up on Dynamite, and I hear a you got fired chant from the from the AEW fans. And I'm sitting there going like Maybe there are people watching Impact right now. Like, <laughs> no, no, they know they they're, they're watching there Impact now. They weren't back then. Impact and watching YouTube videos I mean, at recapping least, Impact. I, I mean, if they're aware <laughs> and following Impact, that's that's a win for him. I, I was shocked. I, I, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that kind of crossover appeal. <laughs> I, I, it was nice to see. I, no, you're you're absolutely right about that part. I, I I just get pissed off. Sometimes the surprise is worth waiting for. Sometimes yeah. you you don't want to be spoiled after. Like let let the professionals do their job we got, inherently. We got we got a chat room question mark about that Seattle reference. By the way, so. oh sorry you're, sorry you're, Tina, you're, 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 my bad. You're, you're you're throwing shade on some hometowns out there. So, no, Seattle's just uh, the the reference I'm making is nothing wrong with Seattle. I actually love Seattle. I'm a huge Sounders fan, but um, it's quote unquote where the hipsters come from. Oh. Vancouver, okay. Seattle, I thought that was Portland. Pacific. Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing, really. <laughs> the 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 very beautiful <laughs> Pacific North Northwest. Yes, Oregon is fantastic. Uh, anyways, wonderful donuts. Um. <laughs> Apologies to everyone from Seattle. I do, and the Mariners have one of the cleanest uniforms. And Griffey had the best swing of all. And time. I love they the, have the best basketball team in the world. And I and oh, and, and no, I, they and, should have a basketball team. And I love the Ken they Griffey should. Jr. Super Nintendo game. That's my pitch. Anyways, although, although also fuck Seattle <laughs> for your Kraken pick. What? Uh, I saw this. What is yeah. This? What is is this sports ball? Hockey, hockey, hockey. Oh, okay. Anyways. Sports All right, roll on it, guys. You know, the pe- you know, we're not doing that now. We're what? not doing this. You upset Jen Carlin over- in Seattle. Uh-oh. That's Uh-oh. what you did. We're over two upset. hours on this episode. So what did you learn from wrestling this week, Lightning Round? Who wants to start? I need to watch uh, the Battle Riot. I learned that there's still good wrestling out there and that, t- that impact is still around. Okay. <laughs> and it's practically New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that I'm the most passionate rookie still in professional wrestling in Pittsburgh, and I really need to calm down. Rookie, like, how many years have you been doing this? Only three. Yeah, man. You're I think you're good. I haven't won a I haven't won a uh, non wrestling personality at RWA yet. So until yeah, that, but doesn't I'm still feel a bad have a lock on that? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. So... <laughs> except for the except for the one time I think Church won it. <laughs> like we skipped a yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm oh. gonna say I I'm gonna say Church Doc and myself won it in 2020. Uh, we were there the you wrestling person. There you go. The you put in the most work for the year, right? I wore a damn so dress. You did wear a dress. Yes. <laughs> You're really exploring your boundaries, and I appreciate that. <laughs> so you know, I, you know, we all we, we preach we all, body positivity we, here at wrestling. Yeah, that's right. Show. We all listen. We all took the downtime, the downtime to express ourselves and our limits, and you especially did. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I pre- that's what I appreciate about you. I, that. That dress was very, very tasteful. It was actually it was extremely yes. tasteful. It, you, you rocked it. <laughs> it's know. over on the RWA. Yeah, uh, you can find it. It's, it's over on the RWA there. Facebook. You, you can. It's out there. Um, the internet's forever, Tony. <laughs> I, I'm, I, my fiance is quite aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> she found it, the video, and was like, "Why didn't you tell me this was happening? And why yeah. did this happen?" Tina learned that uh, GCW is trying to capture that 1996 Bash at the Beach hit, hit, heat. 
They they nailed it. They did nail it. They did. Matt, what about you? Uh, I learned uh, pro wrestling journalism is is in the mud, but <laughs> there's a few good ones out there. We're gonna try to do our part. We're gonna we're gonna get this thing sorted out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna fix this. Matt, Mike. I I learned that Zack Ryder can still pop a crowd for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> and also. Stop calling action figures dolls. All right, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. The, it's the, offensive. The 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 uh the. That's the, definitely why they called them that. The, the comment. Yeah, where... I know, but it's 2021. <laughs> this isn't 1998. <laughs> Fuck off with that. I, shit. Yeah, but you know, those guys are definitely from on, the 90s. Hold on, hold on. Uh, if Matt Cardona <laughs> doesn't come out with a T-shirt that says "the world's most famous doll collector," I don't know what's happening. Okay, I, I, let's do it. I mean, that's. I mean. Like I love that line. Ronnie already bought that shirt, and he's not even on this call. That's right. That's right. He's on the Mondays. (laughs) Um, Oh, geez. Um, I learned I can still sit down and watch nothing but wrestling for an entire Sunday. Because, because I was again just resting up, had some some stuff from the trip where I was I was kind of recovering from, and uh, I I I finished Battle Riot because I fell asleep Saturday night after I got back. Uh, watched half of the New Japan, watched NXT, and I think something else was in there as well. And uh, and and I'm fine with that. So oh, it's, oh, it's still a lot of good stuff out there. That Kevin Owens being a good friend to Baron Corbin might be the feel good story. Of oh, also, I watched most of SmackDown today. You guys are right. That's like a good show. Yeah, SmackDown that's actually good. a watchable show. All the talking segments on SmackDown last Friday were amazing. Oh, jeez, Edge yeah, and Smack- Seth was Smackdown great. Just needs to get. Someone better for Bianca to fight, and it's yes. going to be a top tier show again. Yeah. Oh, also, never do that again at the concert, please. That was. Oh no, I liked it. I that no. I like the energy. I, mm. I I think they picked the wrong people to showcase. We yes. got. We got. We, we, they picked we, the wrong. Like, if you're gonna have Wale there, and he's yeah. not singing Biggie to the ring. Well, and he was originally. What announced. are we doing? He was originally announced, and they changed it for some reason. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, so like, logistics. Who knows? But yeah, like at that point, you have like while like Biggie versus, I don't know, some like someone like Ziggler, like someone right. that he can toss around. Thankfully, it like, wasn't the entire show. So, yeah. but after seeing what they did, not as bad as I thought it would have been, but still very awkward. But anyways, Tony, I also learned t- today actually that uh, that Sork has beef with John Roden. Apparently, he's been messaging us this entire time. I, I haven't seen him in the and, chat until he tagged me, and he's been it, asking it, it, idle questions this entire he? time. Yeah, he wanted I mean, idle to I mean, cheer. He, he wanted to know your five favorite matches. Idol. I mean, I, I, we, we weren't going to get into that. We had a lot of stuff to cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Mike I also saw, has beef it. with John Roden. <laughs> I saw it. Oh, I, I learned something new too, Sorg. Mm-hmm. Tina helped me out with this one. She reminded me of this. Roman Reigns is bored of the missionary position. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? I didn't get that far in the show. I think I, it's like the last segment I didn't catch. That, that's uh, why they come, but, that's why they call him Uncle Uwa. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh um, so funny. <laughs> That that Roman Reigns promo, my God, stop. he's on, he's on a different level right now. That was that was an all timer. All right, I'm gonna check that one out then. Right, I think I think I'm, I got, I'm I got, glad Cena's here to, yeah. to pull to pull Roman up. I can't yeah. I can't wait if we get rapper Cena against head of the table. Like 
it's gonna be real good. <laughs> I was happy here, Cena referenced the how did I get out of the wormhole of that of the uh, Bray Wyatt match. So he still doesn't know. He still doesn't know. Yes. Um. God, John Cena's on another the lore, level. The lore is the unclear way, on what, that one, Thorpe. Cena was in a dark match on Raw. What? <laughs> okay. If John Cena is at your venue, WWE, you put him on television. But he was. No, he not last night. Oh, he wasn't. Oh. No, he you're, you're exactly a, right. He you're exactly tagged right, ben with Mike. Riddle. He tagged yeah. with Riddle oh, wow. in a dark match last night. I'm like, well, so wait. John Cena was there on that Raw that desperately needed something, and we couldn't be bothered to put him on screen. We had know. to have Charlotte cut 37 minutes of promo saying the same fucking thing. Listen, we can't even put that. Yeah, we need like three promos from Nikki and Charlotte, but we can't give one to what John Cena. You don't think he's going to come Cena. up with one thing to say? Jesse well, and John I are Cena leaving, actually, so I mean, you guys can continue <laughs> the show. All right, we yeah. got to end Bye, the guys. show, guys. We're <laughs> like, running no super long. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Check out everything. Uh, check out the Danny Landline interview in the Mayhem show. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.